0: No one's gonna tell me how I'm gonna boogie, come on, everybody boogie bumper tonight No one's gonna tell me how I'm gonna boogie, come on, everybody boogie bumper tonight No one's
1: gonna tell me how to boogie, come on, everybody boogie bumper tonight
2: Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, whoever you are, wherever you are, whatever you are. It's
0: 2021.
2: It's 2021. I bet you didn't think we'd make it, but made it, we did. Thank you for joining us, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. As always, tonight's recommended drink, Cheapbox wine, tonight's recommended snack, bland brand, no-name crackers. This is the official wine and crackers broadcast here of 2021. I'm calling 2021. I'm calling dibs on it. It's mine. It's the year of the wine and crackers. Thank you for joining us, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. If you'd like to become a full-time supporter of the show, then please, by all means, head to patreon.com slash bumper. Become a subscriber by hitting that subscribe button on your preferred podcast player. And of course, if you'd like to wish me a happy new year, then you can do so by following me. On Twitter, at Boogie Bumper. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, of course, if you'd like to leave a tip during tonight's proceedings, the preferred method is dlive.tv slash Boogie Bumper. Get yourself some of those sweet lemons and leave those succulent little suckers in my fruit bowl. Thank you for joining us. So much to get through. How was Christmas? How was the holidays? How was New Year's? I hope you got all the presents your little heart desires. Holy shit! On. Lady of Diamonds, Gypsy with the Ninja Genie, steals the Ninja Genie, Gypsy. Thank you for joining us. Happy fucking New Year's, bitches. Well, Happy fucking New Year's to you too, bitch. Thank you for joining us. <laughs> Thank you, Gypsy. Yes, Happy New Year. What did you do? What did you do? What did you do over Christmas? I had a nice, quiet one. A nice, quiet break. Uh, Christmas Day, you know, you got to visit. You got to split up the visits, so we did like lunchtime at my folks, and then dinner at the parent, uh, my wife's parents' place. You know, it was pretty. It was pretty good. It was pretty chilled, laid back, lots of food. Didn't get falling over drunk or anything like that. I think I just enjoy. When you get to a certain age, you just enjoy the days off. When you're younger, it's all about the presents, obviously, the presents and the chocolates and that kind of thing. Uh, then you get to like adolescent stage and then it becomes oh why do I have to sit and have lunch with all of these people when I could be doing something I want you don't even know me anymore I hate you then it gets into like late teens early 20s where it's all about the night before or whenever you can get together with your degenerate friends and drink too much and take drugs right And then <laughs> Wilson Jay Ilsa Jane with a diamond thank you for joining us what did I do missed you pathetic huh no that's okay you, it's understandable you're only human
3: <laughs> thank you for joining
2: us I missed all of you too because it was a couple of weeks I, I, I did I'm not going to lie I enjoyed my couple of weeks off and when I say off I'm still working my normal job I mean I enjoyed the couple of weeks where I didn't have to worry about you know getting up and doing show prep and setting an alarm right to come on at a certain time and all of that kind of... i enjoyed a couple of weeks of that i enjoyed a couple of weeks away but then by like towards the end of the second week i'm like uh eh, eh, kind of itching so i did a pessy show uh on friday night yeah it was friday night just gone that was a lot of fun and that was a, that was a nice way to like get loosened up to get back into streaming so you know in your 20s then it's all about getting drunk we're talking about christmas it's all about getting drunk Happy with your
4: friends <laughs>
5: Victor underscore von underscore. Thank you, dollars. Happy New Year's. Hope everyone's went with as much fire as the Dutch ones.
2: Oh, yeah, the Dutch fireworks. I've been meaning to take a look at some of that stuff because you were really bigging it up before New Year's. <clears throat> so we'll get to that. Thank you, Victor. I'll play that um, very shortly. Thank you so much for the tip. Um, so, yeah, but then so now I'm officially in my late 30s. I've become an old man. And now I think I just, for Christmas, I just appreciate not having to work, you know. And I normally work Christmas. Like, I've I've probably worked, I don't know, 19 out of the last 20 or something like that because of the extra money and stuff. But this year, because it fell on a weekend, I didn't have to worry about it. So it was nice just to have a day off and sleep in. <laughs> so there you go. The magic of Christmas. Uh, let's see what Victor Von Schroom sent us here. <laughs> <laughs> so this is Dutch New Year's ladies and gentlemen Thank you for joining us Oh and we are we are going to be trialling something today We'll see how it goes It'll probably be a dog's, bre- uh, dog's breakfast Pardon me But thank you for joining us Victor Von Schroom sent this through Let's have a look here He didn't send that We'll get to that So this is New Year's Eve in Holland Ilsa Jane with a diamond. If you're an old man, I've been dead for decades. Well, you're only as old as you feel. I feel old. Uh, (laughs) I have, to be fair, I've felt old since my mid-20s. So let's see here. So this is Holland. So they banned fireworks in Holland. And uh, obviously the population of Holland have taken kindly to these restrictions. Let's have a look at some (laughs) New Year's Eve action from Holland. Looks like they're setting the damn country on fire. <laughs> Fantastic.
3: Yes. Yes.
2: Yes. Wonderful. Wonderful. The the usually The usually world class Sydney fireworks still went ahead this year, even though The Sydney area was banned for people who didn't have like a restaurant reservation or some kind of appointment to keep. So it was pretty dead on New Year's Eve in the city. The fireworks went ahead, but they only went half as long. So anyway, so it is 2021, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for joining us in the new year. And thank you for that clip. Thank you for the video, Victor. And so it's a new year. I want to start it off on the right foot because there's going to be a lot of time to get angry about things, right? There's going to be a lot of time for desperation. There's going to be... We've got a whole year ahead of us of taking things out of context and getting outraged and being led astray and being lied to and the the media kind of, you know, shitting on us and all that stuff. We've got a whole year of that ahead of us. So why don't we do this? Let's start 2021 off on the right foot. Let's start 2021 off with a pleasurable experience. A Billie Eilish song being played... On a vibrator.
4: Yeah. (laughs) I
2: I showed this to my wife earlier. And she just kind of giggled and looked at me. She gave me that look, you know, when someone's like, why? Like in the movies, when somebody's getting killed... For some reason that they're completely unaware of. And that last moment just before the hitman puts a bullet in their brain, they look up at the hitman as if to say, why are you doing this to me? It was kind of that look. And then she said, this is so dumb. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it is. So Greeno sent this through to us on the show. Sorry, I'll go back and start again. It's a Billie Eilish song being played by a vibrator. It is a very catchy song. I don't like modern, mus- uh, modern music, but I will tap my foot to this song. I don't know anything about Billie Eilish. I don't care. It's a catchy song. Bad guy. Duh. <laughs> there you go. Things people do on the internet for fun. Okay, now maybe that wasn't your flavor. So I understand if that wasn't your flavor. So why don't we balance it up with this? We'll, we'll kick off 2021 in style. Andre Antunes put out another video over Christmas, ladies and gentlemen. I'm starting to really like this guy. He does some fantastic stuff. What's his name again? Andre Antunes uh, put this banger out over the Christmas break. Let's have a look.
6: This is Bishop Leon Benjamin the end of what he says, he's going to play The
1: Flight of the Bumblebee. Don't miss it. American
4: patrons, are you ready? We are here in the mighty name of Jesus today to declare
2: He's getting better and better, isn't he? Lou Frigno in the chat asks, what's up with the horn? Don't worry. We'll, that, so that's a goat's horn? Don't worry. You'll see what's up with the horn. I I I don't know. I guess I'm unfamiliar with the techniques of modern day American preachers. Is that being like Gabriel's horn? Is that what he's referring to there? Is that what that is about reenacting Gabriel blowing the horn? I don't know. All I know is it's a goat's horn, and this guy riffs to it, and now it's completely fucking metal. (laughs) horn.
4: Yeah.
2: <laughs> and the big finish.
4: You never played the
6: flight of the bumblebee. Come on, man. Hey, go-
2: <laughs> he, his clips are getting better and better, man. They're getting better and better. All right. Thank you for joining us. Uh, that was Andre Antunes, by the way. I put the link in the chat earlier. Yeah. Just put it in. Just put it into the search bar on YouTube. You'll find it. It's easy. Fucking fantastic. <laughs> All right. So it is 2021, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for joining us in the new year. I'm sure we're going to get outraged constantly in 2021. We haven't even started yet. We we were hours into 2021 when already the same kind of stuff was carrying over. It wasn't a, It wasn't a normal new year. I remember previous new years where there's kind of like a clean slate vibe there was none of that this time around you know what I mean everything just carries over what's going to happen on the 6th of January I I don't know I have no idea I don't know what you think but I'd like to hear what you think actually later on because we're going to trial something tonight and whether or not anybody calls in I don't know but we do now have a call in number for the show and I'm gonna whack the number up on the screen. And I expect a lot of people calling up, saying the N-word. <laughs> because it's the internet. So I don't know. We'll, we'll give it a try. We'll give it a try. Because I like I like meeting new people. I like making new friends. So I'll just dangle the carrot out there. I'll dangle the carrot out there for for current friends or future friends who hate me, perhaps you might want to call in have your say so we'll put that up later on but one thing that i think we can take out of 2020 and we can take forward with us into the new year is coronavirus has brought everybody together i think it's created communities And if nothing else, the coronavirus pandemic, I think, has shown not just to me but to all of you as well that we're all in this together. We're all in this together. It's you and me and everyone else looking out for each other. We've got each other's backs, right? Helping each other cope during this pandemic because we want to keep everybody safe. So thank you for joining us, ladies and gentlemen, 2021 Daily Boogie podcast. World's richest people added $1.8 trillion to their combined wealth in 2020. (laughs) Woo! I'm glad somebody's getting rich. We're all in this together. The world's 500 richest people added approximately $1.8 trillion to their combined wealth in 2020, bringing them to a net total worth of $7.6 trillion. So that's like, like what, 20% jump? (laughs) I'm terrible with maths on the fly. I think it's around a 20% jump, thereabouts, (laughs) in one year. Totally normal. Do you remember when we, if we go back to the start of 2020, ladies and gentlemen, Do you remember when we were saying conspiratorial things, right? Do you remember when we were saying anti-science things? Like, for example, if you want to support the world's richest people and the largest corporations, then you should support lockdowns. Remember when we were saying that? I know it was almost a year ago, so one can be forgiven for forgetting, but I'm pretty sure not just this program, but many programs, were saying hey if you want to make the richest people richer if you want to make the largest corporations increase their market share even further then you should 100% support lockdowns do you remember saying that because we were dealing with this very strange anomaly that saw people who claim people who claim to be sort of anti-capitalism and anti-large corporations, anti-private business, we saw a lot of those people supporting the lockdowns of the economy. And when we would point out to these people that supporting the lockdowns of the economy is actually feeding the coffers of the richest people and the largest corporations because everybody else is shut down and they have their own rules and they operate with special tax deals and tax arrangements with the governments and they get subsidies and government contracts... And so now they're the only ones allowed to operate while everybody else has to sit at home and go broke because the governor said so, right? When we would mention stuff like this, we would be told that we are conspiracy theorists who want all the old people to die. Do you remember that? Until they started saying that coronavirus uh, unfairly targets people of colour, then we were able to be accused of being racist as well. Do you remember that? remember that? I mean, it wasn't that long ago. It was was about a year ago, so cast your minds back. Yeah, I don't remember that either. I must have made that all up. That probably never happened. The world's 500 richest people added approximately 1.8 trillion to their combined wealth in 2020, bringing them to a total net worth of 7.6 trillion According to the Bloomberg Billionaires Index. Now, Mr. Bloomberg would know. Bloomberg noted that thirty the 31% increase, there you go, so it was 31%, which came even amid the economic crisis spurred by the coronavirus pandemic. No, 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 I'm afraid. Look at this. We're continuing on in 21 like we had to do in 20. I'm sorry to keep correcting you, corporate media. I'm sorry but well, i must i'm afraid i must challenge this assertion bloomberg noted that the 31% increase which came even amid the economic crisis spurred by the coronavirus pandemic no 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 it was spurred by politicians ah. right the coronavirus did not force businesses to shut down <clears throat> the coronavirus did not put chains on gym doorways right that didn't happen. Coronavirus didn't walk into a cafe and say, hey, if you don't shut this down, you're going to prison. That, that's not the way it worked. No, no, no. The economic crisis was created by and is continued to be fueled by politicians and their decisions. Sorry. I, I, I'd love to have a job where I don't have to take responsibility for my direct actions. It seems the politicians are the only ones who are allowed to do this. A politician can close your business arbitrarily, give you hours notice before they close your doors. They can say at midnight tonight, that's it, you're shut down for the next two weeks minimum, and then we'll talk about it later on. They're the only ones who can do that. And then when your business gets shut down and you lose your house and you lose everything... And you say to them, why did you shut down my business? And they turn around to you and say, oh, no, no, that wasn't me. That was the virus. (laughs) It must be a pretty sweet gig to be able to do that. I I wish we all could. Imagine what a wonderful world it would be. Luckily, it's only, of course, I'm being sarcastic. Luckily, it's only the people with the most power who have the ability to do that. Lucky for us. If everyone was doing it, then it would be a problem but lucky it's only the most powerful people. Good. The growth mainly reached those at the very top, where 5 people now each hold more than 100 billion dollars, with another 20 individuals each worth at least 50 billion dollars. At the top of the Bloomberg's index is Amazon founder and CEO Jeff Bezos, with approximately only he only has 190 billion dollars. The tech company profited, of course, we're dealing with individuals here and not families. With last names that start with R. No, no, no. You wouldn't want to make one of those lists. (laughs) If you make one of those lists, you might be accused of all sorts of heinous things, all sorts of terrible things. The tech company profited highly amid the pandemic as lockdowns and health restrictions forced more people to turn to online shopping. Tesla founder and CEO Elon Musk saw the greatest wealth increase in 2020, which Bloomberg reported was potentially the fastest wealth creation in history. Now worth $170 billion, remember last year Elon Musk and Tesla brought out that truck, that ridiculous fucking truck, and then they had the you know, they had the big presentation on the stage and they were saying, oh, the windows on this truck are indestructible, right? And then what, did he throw a golf ball or a rock or something at it and it just went straight through the glass? Do you remember that? Do you remember that embarrassing fucking thing? Was that in 2019? It might've been in 2018. I'm not sure. Turns out doesn't matter. You can waste millions and millions and millions of dollars developing a vehicle that nobody buys and it doesn't matter. You can still become... the the man with the fastest growing wealth in human history. Isn't that a wonderful lesson? Now worth $170 billion, Musk first surpassed Microsoft co-founder Bill Gates for the title of second richest person in the world in November. Musk's increase in wealth was largely driven by Tesla, which of Saturday has a market value of nearly $670 billion dollars. About three-fourths of Musk's net worth is made up of Tesla shares. Bloomberg reported that combined, Bezos and Musk had an increase in wealth of about $217 billion in 12 months, (laughs) which is roughly enough to send $2,000 checks to more than 100 million Americans. The world's richest people added $1.8 trillion to their combined wealth in 2020. Well, the important thing is we're all in this together, ladies and gentlemen. You know I like to keep you abreast of what's happening down here. And by the way, okay, so let me throw this up. I don't know if this is going to work or not, but if you're watching the stream, you can see the number on the screen there if you want to call in and have your say. If you want to call in and say something. I don't even know if it's going to work, to be honest with you. <laughs> So, if you want to call and say hello, there's the number. Actually, let me get that behind because that shouldn't be sticking out like that. Let's do that. Why is that looking like that? Oh, wait. That's not... Ah, see. Silly, silly boogie. All right. So... You know I like to keep you abreast of what's happening down here in Australia, ladies and gentlemen. Well, over the weekend, just after New Year's Day, uh, it's happened. My state of New South Wales is finally—we're doing the mask thing. So, if you're indoors, in say like a supermarket or a gym or you know a gas station, wherever, it's now you now you've got to wear a mask or you get a two hundred dollar fine. We'll get to that. Do you remember last year when we laughed at people who said the lockdowns and the restrictions and the, you know, the kind of policy on the fly? Do you remember when we laughed at people who said this is going to last well into 2021? Remember how we didn't believe them? Do you remember that? (laughs) Well, holy shit. Woodchip TV dropping a guinea on us. Thank you, Woodchip TV. Happy New Year. Whoa! Well, Happy New Year to you too. Happy New Year to you too. So remember when we said we laughed at them when they said it's going to last well into 2021? Well, here's a fun little one for you. Coronavirus to be a health challenge for, quote, many years, New South Wales expert predicts. New South Wales's Chief Medical Officer, which is my state, New South Wales, Chief Medical Officer has warned we'll be tackling coronavirus for many years when speaking about restrictions, ladies and gentlemen. Many years. (laughs) Two weeks to flatten the curve, stay at home for one month, just wear masks till the end of 2020. By the way, this is going to continue for many years to come. New South Wales's top elf elf don't know why I converted into Cockney there for some reason. New South Wales's top elf expert. New South Wales's top health expert believes the struggle to contain COVID-19 will go on for, quote, many years. Speaking to a group of masked reporters in Sydney on Monday, <laughs> New South Wales chief health officer Dr. Kerry Chant said that a vaccine rollout in Australia was, quote, a long way off. Let's have a listen here.
7: And some of the practices of mask wearing will be import, may well be important going forward. It's too early to say, but I think people just need to get used to wearing masks. And ah. we've really emphasised it is about indoor places. Ah. We have been pragmatic about gyms Very and we've put other controls in places in gyms, um, and obviously we're pragmatic in other settings where it isn't reasonable for people to wear masks. Mm. And also want to indicate, I know I received an email from a. Person who was really...
2: I mean, as long as it's reasonable and pragmatic. So, you know, the videos that we've been watching for a while, um, you know, people getting angry. There's, there's positives and negatives to this. On the negative side, you're going to have the, the threat of a fine looming over your head, right? if you're not wearing a mask when you go into a store, when you're doing a normal thing. And I'm not even really an anti-mask guy. As far as I'm concerned, if you want to wear one because it makes you feel safer, then by all means, wear one. I don't care. I don't care what people wear. What I am against, though, is like the the threatening of turning people into criminals for not wearing one. That's a bit too much. Because it, it's, it's not even really about the mask. It's about the precedent that gets set here. That at the drop of the hat, without passing any law through legislation or whatever, they can just say, okay, now not wearing something is now a criminal offence. That's what I don't like, that we can just do this and and people will just go along with it without saying, ah, actually, that's not the way the laws are supposed to be created, you know, on the back of an envelope. But on the upside, so that's the negative. On the positive, we will start to see filtering through a whole bunch of you know those videos where people get really angry at somebody else for not wearing a mask. Ring
8: the bell and get your cheese,
2: man. Thank you for the sub, woodchip. Oh, woodchip TV, hanging out, uh, handing out the subs. Thank you so much, gifting out the subs. So we will begin to see that, which is a positive because I'm very much looking forward to seeing Aussies in the supermarket charging at each other, throwing fists, throwing heat. Right. Put your fucking mask on! You're killing everybody, you fucking selfish ass! Fuck you! I'm I'm very much looking forward to that because I've been having to feed on American content for so long. So if we can get some local outrage in a supermarket, local mask outrage, I'll be very pleased. Very pleased. <laughs> it's about time we joined the rest of the world and started getting angry about this shit. Starting. It's about time we started having fights over this. So please, I'm looking forward to it.
7: ..disturbed um, because it hadn't been clearly communicated around medical exemptions. So Uh can I be clear? If you cannot wear a mask due to your medical condition, um, please, you know, police are not going to take action against you um, and please don't feel that you can't go out and about. And I would urge members of the community, when they actually see someone not wearing a mask, leave that judgement to police or to other um, enforcement officer
2: Well that's, that's not going to happen <laughs> I love this because you know during the restrictions and stuff the politicians have all been guilty of this the police especially have been guilty of this coming out and saying if you see someone breaking the rules make sure you dob them in right. make sure you rat on them
3: <laughs> That's not going to happen
2: if you see someone not wearing a mask, don't do anything about it, please. That's the only upside to this. Seeing people get angry, seeing people who have, you know, been self-deputized into the mask squad going off at random strangers for no reason. That's the only reason why I'm supporting this. I want to see those videos filtering out. I want to see the outrage. I want to see the flip-outs. I want to see the Karens. I want it all, baby. I want it all in 2021. So please, don't take that away from us. Otherwise, it's just—it's just you know—an unfair, over-the-top uh, criminalization of otherwise normal behavior without any positives whatsoever. So please, don't take the outrage away.
7: Because you never know what is behind that for that uh-huh. individual. So please, yes. again, whilst we want that peer pressure to wear masks. We also don't want to turn it into um, making people reluctant to go and get their groceries, to seek health (laughs) care, to go to the pharmacy. Yes, we do. So let's be compassionate.
2: Compassionate. Don't say that because now if you say we want people to be compassionate, now you're just arming people with another buzzword. Now you're going to send people out there who get angry because they're so compassionate. Ilsa Jane with the diamond. Can we send our Karens to Australia? There, no, we have we have enough of our own. We call them shazers here, though. Shazer. It's a Karen in it's a Karen in the United States, and it's a shazer in this country.
7: <laughs> I'm saying we'll be wearing masks for however long we need to wear the masks. Oh. I don't think I've changed my guidance about wearing masks. I've strongly encouraged masks in indoor spaces. I've indicated that we're going to be um, tackling COVID, COVID or living with COVID for many years.
4: <clears throat>
2: many years.
4: <laughs>
2: Happy twenty 20- Happy New Year, everyone. Once again the bold frame glasses make an appearance though. If you're listening to the podcast, you can't see. Yes, she is wearing bold frame glasses. It's a thing. I'm telling you, it's a thing. Every single time. (laughs) Every single time it's a woman in bold frame glasses. Are they all nearsighted? How does this happen? Do nearsighted people have a genetic predisposition toward, uh, you know, asserting their authority in an unfounded fashion? That's that something that Ring happens? the
8: bell and get your cheese,
2: man. Hey, JJ Stoner, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for the sub, JJ, dlive.tv slash JJ Stoner. So, many years to come. Many, many years to come. Isn't that wonderful? <laughs> Sticking on the Australia theme, because we're all about keeping people safe, ladies and gentlemen, this happened on New Year's Eve. Australian authorities banned New Year's Eve kissing and hugging to stop covid Okay. Okay. (laughs) Authorities in Victoria, Australia, have banned kissing and hugging on New Year's Eve. (laughs) 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 Thank you for keeping me safe. The, The ironic, you know, part for this... For me is ring the bell <laughs> and get your cheese man thank you for the sub coffee talk with sandra dlive.tv slash coffee talk with sandra the ironic part for me is like they, they would never ban like dogging <laughs> they would never ban swingers parties <laughs> you know what i mean they, they won't have a problem with they don't they won't even have a problem with you having unprotected sex with some dirty skank you met in an alleyway right that's none of our business Who who you have sex with, the government is not in the business of getting in the bedroom, you know. Keep your politics out of my... The same people who have chanted keep your politics out of my bedroom for fucking 50 years are now saying, well, I think it's a good idea that the government's banning people from kissing.
3: (laughs) (laughs) They're completely
2: fucking nuts. (laughs) Thank you for keeping me safe. State Premier Daniel Andrews said hugging and kissing should not take place during celebrations between anyone but immediate family members. Hey, hey. <laughs> and this is a tweet from Garbage Human, who, who you should follow on Twitter because it's a fantastic Twitter account, Garbage Human. Uh, let's have a look here.
5: Victoria has banned the New Year's Eve midnight kiss despite the state going 59 consecutive days with no locally acquired coronavirus cases.
2: (laughs) It's at this time, it's at this time that I would like to remind my more progressive friends, not that I don't think politics necessarily has anything to do with it. How about this? It's at this time I would like to remind my friends who are very pro-lockdown, proactive government actions banning things, closing businesses because they believe it's keeping everybody safe. It's at this time because they keep telling us, no, we've just got to do what we're told now and then in the future when the numbers come down, then we'll get our freedom back. This is what they believe in their heart of hearts. They're adorable. They're fucking adorable. They're so naive it's gorgeous. I just want to hug them and squeeze their cheeks. Go, oh, look at you. Look at you, adorable little thing believing the government.
0: Oh, oh.
2: Aren't you so ador- aren't you so he's a little cutie pie? Our little cutie pie said today two more weeks to flatten the curve. Isn't he cute? Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> so I'd like to remind these people. When I've spoken to them previously Especially my American brothers and sisters That here's the thing When the numbers get to zero It won't make any difference (sighs) You know why? You know how I know this? Because you're telling yourself You're living a lie Telling yourself Because the government told you this The government said to you, if you get the numbers down, then we'll reopen businesses again. It's on you. It's your responsibility. Remember how we were talking about the government never has to take responsibility for its own direct actions? This is just another one of those examples. So they're blaming you for lockdown. They're saying that you mixing with people, you not wearing a mask, you going to the store, right? You, you, you. It's all you. It's your fault that we're closing your businesses because you're not doing enough to stop it right? That's already the messaging now. So it's all your fault. So here's the thing. You know how I know that you're wrong? Because in Victoria, they can go 59 days without a single transmission of, cor- of coronavirus. Almost two months. They can go almost two months and still ban you from kissing somebody on New Year's Eve. So if you're living this fantasy where you think, well, if we get the numbers low, our governor, Governor Newsom and Governor Cuomo said, if we get the numbers low enough, then we'll be able to go back outside and go back to work and have our businesses back. I believe them because they're the governors and they love us and they trust us and they believe in us. If you're living this fucking delusion, get a grip. Because two months of no cases doesn't mean shit. They'll still try to ban you from hugging people on New Year's Eve. That's how deranged this is. Uh, Levin Poozle with the diamond, thank you for joining us, sir. Kiss me, big boy. All right. <laughs> you don't have to ask me twice. <laughs> I'm a fun boy. The state government has issued guidance for
5: people not guidance, to kiss anyone outside.
2: Guidance. <laughs> the state the state government has issued guidance. Oh. Just thank you. You know what I love most about our government? What I love, it's not that they love us and they protect us and they keep us safe here in this pandemic world of 20 and 2021. What I love about them is they're offering their guidance to me. <laughs> you know, I was a very lost and lonely soul for a long time, but then I realized that the government is here to guide me and help me and hold my hand, make sure I make the right decisions. Thank you so much for protecting me, Mr. Government. Thank you so much for keeping me safe. You're so good at following the rules, Jim (laughs) Edward. Exactly.
5: Immediate family to prevent celebrations coming as.
2: Lady of Diamonds, Gypsy with the Diamond. Vandajous steals the Diamond Gypsy. Boogie kisses for everyone. Coronavirus kisses.
5: Super spreading event. Victorians have been advised to take hand sanitizer to parties on the night. <laughs> the city of Melbourne. <laughs> hey. oh. Sinister Charlie tipped five dollars. I had sex with a nurse on Nyan. She asked me why I don't take COVID that seriously. I love this country.
3: <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs>
2: raw dogging a nurse on new year's eve. So why don't you care about covid? Serious? <laughs> Serious bitch. I just I just came all over your sheets.
4: <laughs>
2: Thank you for the tips, citizen Charlie. Thank you for joining us.
5: Open has canceled its firework display this year. Because-
2: Hang on, what were- <laughs> What was that just before we stopped?
5: Display this year because of the pandemic. Hang on, In- hang on. The City of Melbourne has cancelled its firework display this year because of the parties on the night. The City of Melbourne has cancelled its firework display this year because of the pandemic, instead hosting a two-day outdoor dining festival with strict oh. crowd control measures.
2: Strict strict crowd control measures make the evening go so fun, Family. so far.
5: To prevent celebrations becoming a super spreading event. Ah. Victorians <laughs> have been advised to take hands guidance for people not... That's
2: right, the guidance, of course. Because, you know, when I'm lost in my life, when I turn to somebody for guidance, it's the government, ladies and gentlemen. There you go. Thank you for guiding us and protecting us. Speaking of guidance, (laughs) Sydney wedding operator fined $5,000 after up to 700 guests breach public health order in New South Wales. I've said it before and I'll say it again. We used to have this thing called common law. And common law used to be, at least theoretically, you know, the, the system of laws and arrangements that we would make between ourselves as a society to determine, you know, basic the basic guidelines for how we live here in the 21st century. But that was before coronavirus. Now we have a system that sits atop common law and those are called public health guidelines you see under common law it would be unlawful to shut down a business for no reason under common law it would be unlawful to send people bankrupt by arbitrarily coming up with some, like kind of regulations in a kind of like racketeering standover man way demanding that they uh say for example <clears throat> uh Only serve food out a window in a back alley as opposed to in their restaurant for no reason. That would have been wrong. But now, under the public health guidelines, under the guidelines, we can make up all kinds of rules, like within seconds. And it just instantly becomes, it trumps common law. For example, no kissing on New Year's Eve. So we're very lucky Thank you for protecting us, government. Let's have a look.
9: New this hour, New South Wales police are investigating yet another breach of restrictions at a wedding reception. This one in Sydney's south-west on Saturday. And this, as Sydney's mask mandate, comes into force this morning. New South Wales Police Minister David Elliott joins us now from Kellyville in Sydney. Minister, good to see
2: you. So so we've we've covered the police minister before on the show. Uh, I believe he's the one who, when we watched videos way back in 2020, like I'm going to say like March and April in 2020, when we were watching videos of the riot police, you know, shooing people off the beach who were just sitting on a beach towel and reading a book. Remember all those videos? People getting moved on from the park, sitting on their own on a park bench reading a book. (laughs) Because this was apparently dangerous for coronavirus and so on and so forth. He's the one who, after a video of people being shooed away from the beach by riot police with vests and guns, uh, people in bikinis, (laughs) on towels, after seeing that video, he's the one who said it's the most, it's um, something along the lines of something to the tune of it's the worst possible thing that he's ever seen, like the most egregious, the most awful behaviour that he's ever witnessed, right? So he's not one for over-dramatising things. Is this police minister? So let's have a look. He's very rational and very reasonable.
9: You again. This Fairfield wedding had between 600 and 700 guests. The operator, of course, has been fined five thousand dollars. But what about the attendees? Are they going to be fined? (laughs) Well, that's a matter for the police.
2: (laughs) Did you hear that? oh the corporate media, ladies and gentlemen. Listen to the gloating, right? Listen to the ratting out here. So this guy's like, so of course the person who ran the wedding company has been fined $5,000. Are you going to fine the people who went there as well? <laughs> Please fine them. <laughs> Fuck me. The, the dry snitching. Uh, it's not even dry. It's fucking soaking wet. It is wet snitching directly on, you know, national television with the police minister, I think you should fine all the guests as well. (laughs) Shameless. Absolutely fucking shameless.
9: Of course, it's been fined $5,000, but what about the attendees? Are they going to be fined? (laughs) Well, that's
3: a matter for the police, but the operator... It's a matter for the police.
2: Oh, stupid video. Hang on. Hang on. See, see, nothing is ever a politician's responsibility. Nothing. Are the attendees going to be fined as well? Well, that's up to the police. No, but you're the ones telling the police to fine people. You're the guy that's telling the police fine people for doing this. And then when somebody asks, "Are the police going to fine me for doing this?" you say, "Well, it's up to the police." <laughs> Politics. Politics is basically a game of managing expectations and diverting responsibility. That's all it is. You try to take responsibility for the good things you don't do and you try to pass off responsibility for the bad things you directly do. It's like, this line, it's like this line that people. It's like this line that politicians use. Oh, we created X amount of jobs. I've always hated that. You didn't create New any. New
9: this hour, New South Wales. Unless,
2: unless all of those jobs were in the public service, right? Unless you expanded the size of the government, then you didn't create any jobs. You weren't. You weren't doing the interviews. You weren't putting the ads in the paper. You weren't putting the ads on LinkedIn, right? You weren't, you know, trying to source replacements. You weren't looking for people to hire. You didn't do any of that. You created nothing. (laughs) Uh, Our government created half a million jobs. No, you didn't. (laughs) Somebody else did. Unless, of course, those half a million people are now working for the government. You didn't create squat. I've always
3: hated shit like that.
9: Police are investigating yet another breach of restrictions at a wedding reception. Yes. This one in Sydney's southwest. Good.
3: High-level breach that the police... It's a high... Attendees, a, are they going to
2: be fine? Are the attendees going to be fine? Let's have a look.
3: Well, that's a matter for the police. Sure it The operator, is. 46-year-old man, uh, did breach the public health orders uh-huh. and uh, uh, it was such a high-level breach that the... It's p- a high-level breach. <laughs>
2: So they make it sound—they make it sound like a fucking Tom Clancy novel. Somebody threw a wedding. Somebody organised a wedding for somebody else and got paid for it. It was a high-level breach of the public health guidelines. They're all—they're all—they're all play—they're all they are all play they are all play
3: tending that they're part of the CIA. Police will ensure that he gets uh, the five thousand dollar fine. He can challenge that and, and, and yeah. risk himself six months in jail, but. Fucking hard cut, isn't he? <laughs>
2: <laughs> the police minister.
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> he can challenge that in court and risk himself six months jail. If you challenge it, you may go to jail instead. <laughs> <Fucking hell. laughs> Well, we've got, to st- we've got to streamline the appeals process. Let's threaten them with prison if they appeal. Great idea, sir. <laughs> that'll, t- that'll take a lot of those awful appeals out of the circuit. Instead, people will just pay the fine without arguing about it. That's what we really want. Here's a fine for X amount of money. Hand over the cash or we'll throw you in prison.
3: It's about keeping people safe. Thank you for keeping me safe. Thank you for keeping me safe, Mr. Government. Listen, it's not about the fines. It's not about the punishment. This is about no. compliance. And it's about being...
4: compliance! <laughs> <laughs>
2: I love this guy. Wait, but aren't the fines and the punishment enforcing compliance? <laughs> Look. We're going to fine you $5,000 if you don't comply with the rules. Now, it's not about finding people, it's about getting people to comply with the rules. <laughs> <laughs> we deserve this. We absolutely deserve. The fact that statements like that can just go whew, straight over most people most people's heads, it's obvious when you point it out, right? It's not about fines, it's not about punishment, it's about compliance. It's about it's about compliance. Yes, but the fines and the punishment are about compliance, aren't they? Yeah, but it's not about the fines. It's about compliance. How do we enforce compliance? We'll fine people. <laughs> we'll throw people in. We'll punish them. But it's not about the punishment. It's about the compliance. <laughs> if we get the compliance, then we don't have to punish. Why are we punishing? To get the compliance? Is this really about punishing people? No, it's about compliance. Fuck a duck. Like I said before, I thought that we were past this. I thought that we were past this inane, shallow, you know, rhetorical, sewerage, circular argumentation from politicians. It seems, no, we can't get enough of it. We love it still. We love it even more than we loved it back in 2015. We love it even more. And silly me, I thought that we'd seen the end of it, but I was wrong.
3: Realise the police are enforcing the law to keep them healthy. We're, not... yeah, it's, we're, we're enforcing. We're finding you
2: to keep you healthy. Healthy. Notice how he didn't say safe or coronavirus. For, no, healthy now. Maybe you should start finding people if they have too many salted snacks. Because it's all about keeping them healthy. Should we find people if they have one extra wine with dinner? Should we find people if they fuck without a condom? Got to keep people healthy, am I right? Should we find people if they don't wash their hands after they take a piss? Should we find people who share a peanut bowl at a bar? Should we find people for sharing lunch with each other? Should we find people for giving each other a kiss on the cheek? So I mean, it's all about keeping people healthy. It's not about punishment. Wonderful, isn't it? Look how look how much people are willing to give up. Look what look what they'll swallow. I mean, people are getting fined for attending. People are getting fined for throwing weddings. For no other reason than the government said to them, no, we'll decide how many people you can have on your guest list this week. This week. Today. And they'll change the rules. Weddings are planned months in advance. They'll change the rules on you and give you 12 hours fucking notice. Oh, by the way, you can only have half the amount of people at your wedding tonight. And it's not just the weddings, but it's like businesses and cafes and restaurants and gyms. They'll just completely turn it upside down on its fucking head threaten you with prison if you don't comply and then tell you it's for your own fucking safety this is how they're spitting in your face
3: i want to go back into lockdown that's why we've introduced these public health orders and i'm very very disappointed that the fairfield police area command has had to go through that over the course of the last 48 hours
9: minister 700 people in one venue on saturday that's double the number they were allowed to have under the restrictions at the time this must infuriate you
3: Wow. Oh, it's, it's a terrible start to the week. It's a terrible... Oh, what does his fucking
2: boot taste like, sweetheart? Jesus. can you taste? Can you taste the human blood on the bottom of that work boot? <laughs> can you taste the nose blood from the face that's been stomped into the economic gutter? Can you taste it? I think there's a little bit of brain splatter on the heel here. <laughs> Wonderful. Oh, we got some eyeball juice around the toe. Nom, 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 nom. This tastes so good. This must
3: infuriate you, sir.
9: At the time, this must infuriate you oh it's it's
3: a terrible start to the week it's a terrible Terrible. start to the police week considering they've had that tragedy in the blue mountains over the course of the weekend and and it is baffling that somebody would breach it so badly (laughs) i mean this isn't
2: foggy in the chat so quick question what's it like being such a hero sir (laughs) here on channel nine we ask the hard questions uh police minister police commissioner Can you explain to us why everybody loves you And thanks you daily prays for you to keep them safe (laughs) Well I think it's because they respect me They respect me And the conscientious, conscientious job we're doing Protecting them from themselves Yes of course they do sir that's why they love you.
3: This isn't one or two people coming from a, a, a area in lockdown, or mm. you know, this isn't a dozen people that turned up unannounced. This is twice the amount More. of people that were allowed to attend that wedding reception in an area not far from Borella. Oh. So um, it's a it's a it's a time of Western Sydney needs to be well and truly on its uh, on its game when it comes to complying with public health orders. So uh, <laughs> this is just does not make sense. And now it of does course, not like make it sense. the situation, it just does, it does not make sense. It
2: doesn't make sense. I'll try. Let me try. Let me try to make sense of it. Somebody planned a wedding a a while ago. Like, you know, somebody planned a wedding, let's say, before last week. Okay. And then somebody decided in order to protect the people going to the wedding that they mustn't go. At least half of them anyway. Half of them need to be kicked off the guest list to protect the rest <laughs> the greatest good for the greatest number jeremy bentham styles so we got to protect the people by banning them from going to the wedding and the people now fairfield is a heavily immigrant area i think we're talking about like upwards of 70% of fairfield and i live very close to fairfield so i should know i'm 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 almost certain that upwards of 70 75% of fairfield are you know immigrants or You know, children of immigrants, very like first and second generation. There's a lot of people in Fairfield who don't even speak English, right? It's one of those kinds of areas. So I suspect that perhaps you know who has big weddings, right? I mean, you know, white Anglo-Sax. This may be an awful stereotype, but in my experience, white Anglo-Saxon people don't have weddings with 700 people. Other people from other backgrounds and other cultures tend to have huge fucking weddings, right? So I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that the 700 guests at a wedding reception was probably not, I'm going to say, not, you know, your, how can I say this? Stereotypical, you know, multi generational UK you know, lineage Australian. I'm going to say it's people from the immigrant perspective, from the immigrant persuasion. (laughs) So I imagine when these people got told, no, the government's government's only letting you have half the amount of people at the wedding. They were probably like, tells the government to fuck off. Fuck them. (laughs) We will do what we want. We'll do what we want for my little girl. Fuck them. That's what I suspect happened. It doesn't make any sense. Well, it kind of does. Kind of does. People wanted a big wedding and they didn't care what you said. That's, That's what happened. I know, it doesn't make sense. It's very difficult for a politician to imagine this. Let me help you out here. Politicians like to imagine that everybody listens to them. Politicians like to imagine that they are the authority and then people are looking to them for guidance and leadership. That's really not true. That's what the media tells you is true, but it's really not. Most people in their average everyday life do not, wouldn't even know you, wouldn't recognize you on the street, and they wouldn't want to either. Most people want nothing to do with you. So it doesn't make any sense. I know what happened. They People had a wedding and they didn't care what you said about it. That's what happened. It makes perfect sense because that's what normal people do.
3: Situation uh, with the wedding last week that we, we potentially have 700 people that have to monitor their own health and probably go and get a, a, a COVID test
2: You mean people have to monitor their own health now? <laughs> 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 oh no People are taking care of their own health now? Oh how awful This is terrifying but they're supposed to be listening to me for guidance and protection. (laughs) We can't have them monitoring their own health. This is very dangerous. (laughs) All right. With that, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I've got so much more to get through on the other side of the break. We'll be back after this quick five-minute little ad break. I'm going to go visit the little boys' room, make myself a new beverage. And when we return, we'll carry on here in 2021 The Monday night edition of the Daily Boogie Podcast. Stick around.
0: I I hope your next hat is a bullet. Jesus (laughs) Christ! What are you fucking Asian dick crazy? You. You
3: (laughs) you You have to ruin my evening. Like I was just gonna just listen, you know, listen to my bud do their show, and you you gotta, you just gotta do that. Without the hat. (laughs) So you're not enjoying it? No.
0: Dude, Uh, ate it. I secretly enjoy it. You look like you're going undercover in in Argentina. But it's not working. I hate you.
3: I hate -hmm. Uh, hate you. Oh come on, you secretly love it. No, no, I openly hate it.
1: As you can tell, I I seem to have a problem with commitment to one type of platform. I I think doctors refer to that as uh, ADD. Uh, But anyways, if you want to follow any of those shows, you want to catch me live every single day of the week, you can follow me at Real Person Politics. That's Real Person, P-L-T-C-S. Aloha.
9: Self UK Neil over at DLive for the Great Awakening show. That's over on DLive at DLive.tv stroke UK Neil. Get yourself out of that matrix and get over to the Great Awakening.
8: This Justin, the global officials that can help all, also known as Got You, have now banned all boogieing and boogie-related movements worldwide. Public safety is the main concern, they say, and people are reminded that boogieing is contagious anyone caught boogieing will be dealt with in the harshest terms police have reported More sometimes I don't know. this
10: world can get you down there's just
0: one thing you can do you gotta get back up and shake your all around no one's gonna tell me how i'm gonna boogie come on everybody boogie bubba tonight no one's gonna tell me how i'm gonna boogie come on everybody boogie bump it tonight. No one's going to tell
2: me how to boogie Come on, everybody, boogie tonight Coming back Second half of the show, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls Thank you for joining us, the Monday night first episode of 2021 edition Of the Daily Boogie Podcast It's an absolute pleasure to be with you, of course uh, Like I said, the call-in number if you want to call in is 646- 583-2700 That's 646-583-2700 If you want to call in and have your say Like I said, I don't know if it'll even work or not So fuck it, who cares And I'm sure a lot of people are going to call up And just say the N word over and over again <laughs> Because that's what people do on the internet So uh, If you'd like to join us, that is Let's carry on here, shall we uh... Oh, hello Hello We've got a caller. Can you hear me? (laughs) Hello. Hello, person. Hey, hello. Hello there. I don't know if he can hear me or not. (laughs) Or he's fucking with me. (laughs) It sounded like Jim. Did you hear him say hello? I heard him say hello. He's still there on the line. I'm pretty sure he's fucking with us. Because I think I'm sending mic signal to him. (laughs) (laughs) Sinister Charlie, this is going great. (laughs) (laughs) I think he's there. And he hung up.
4: (laughs) There you go.
2: That worked well. (laughs) Someone said he got stage fright. He said, I can't hear you. Okay. See, I could hear you, Jim. And he said he can't hear me. That's very interesting. Let me have a look here. This is going well.
4: <laughs>
2: ah. uh, winning TV of the Diamond Boogie. Welcome to 2021. It'll never happen here. Of course not. It'll never happen here. I don't know. My microphone is working in Skype. So I don't know. For whatever reason, if, it, if you couldn't hear me, you couldn't hear me. I don't know. I don't know why. I can see the signal going in the microphone, so I don't know. I don't know what that is about. The number you have called is not connected. Jim Enwood, what am I doing wrong? So if you're outside of the US, you've got to you've got to hear plus one. Uh, you've got to hit plus one on before you do. So the country code first. So it'll be plus one six four six five eight three twenty seven hundred. 2700. I can't hear you on the Skype line. Well, okay. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if it's you or me. But whatever. If if somebody else wants to ring in, see, maybe it is, I don't know, captivating, riveting stuff. <laughs> Static void. Good thing it's only Jim. That's not very nice. Come on now. Uh, all right, let's do this one. Let's see what we've got here.
9: A change in routine and in our thinking today with Greater Sydney put to the test with day one of mandatory... Hello,
2: hello caller. Hello. Hello, can you hear me? Yeah, what's up? There you go. Who's this?
1: This is The Hidden Hand, sir.
2: This is the what?
1: The Hidden Hand, sir.
2: Oh, The Hidden Hand podcast. Thank you for joining us. There you go. It's thanks working. For me, man. Thanks for thanks for being the first. So it really is just Jim. It's just idiot Jim.
1: <laughs> can you figure it out? I think I think he was he was messing with you a little bit. I think he was
2: too. He's got this <laughs> he's got this streak in him. Where he likes to be cheeky, does our Jim N word. So he was obviously fucking with us. So well you're here now. <laughs> what you're here now? What can we do for you? What's on your mind? What do you want to talk about?
1: Um, man, well I just got home from work, so I, I okay. saw you were you had a phone number up, so I just dialed it real quick. I didn't know what you guys were got into today yet, but oh, okay. uh yeah, I mean I'm down here in New York, right? I don't know if anybody else in the chat is in New York. Well,
2: like, my f- my phone number is in New York, if I'm not mistaken. Six four six area code. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> yeah, we're a couple of couple of New Yorkers, me and you. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like I
1: think that's a Brooklyn accent. You got yeah, you
2: definitely yes, yeah. But it's it's <laughs> it's the gentrified Brooklyn accent. It's not the Brooklyn accent from like the 1980s. It's the new Brooklyn accent, which sounds like a Midwestern Ohio kind of area who just moved there in the last couple of years to finish their sociology degree at New York University. It's that kind of <laughs> accent.
1: Oh, man. Uh, what do I want to talk about? There's, I have a million things to talk about, but I know I can only take a couple minutes.
4: Okay.
1: Uh, yeah. No, I just wanted to just uh, also say, you know, I've been listening to you for probably the whole year. And you've done a really great job covering everything and uh, giving us all the information that we need, you know. Uh, I don't know. New York's been bad. At, I mean, just with... the the panic and people still people are still pretty scared right like irrationally for some reason like i see people still walking down the street by themselves with masks on i still people see people driving by themselves with masks on (laughs) and i'm getting really worried about uh the human race and not that i'm any smarter than anybody else but you know (laughs)
4: it's just Yeah, yeah,
2: I know what you Uh, mean. I'm I'm worried. Like, because I think there's a different, you know, I know I agree with you completely, because the first time I saw somebody driving around with a mask on in their own car, I'm like, look at this fucking idiot. Um, But I know you mean, because there's a difference between, say, like if somebody wants to wear a mask... And it makes them feel secure or whatever. And they're going into a supermarket or they're having a lot of like close contact conversations with people. I understand that. Like, I'm not going to, I'm not even going to criticize someone. Hey, if you want to wear a mask, it makes you feel better. But fine, wear it. I don't care. But when you see people like on their own, in their own car, wearing it, you're like, well, you have taken, you've, you've, you've picked up this concept that the mask is like an invulnerability shield and you're just running with it now. You know what I mean? Those people are worried about.
1: I mean, the reason—the only reason why it worries me really—that I just thought of is because I'm I'm starting to think that we might have to actually—and I don't—I'm not inciting anything or, or saying anything—but we might not be given back, you know, what we had before. <laughs> you think? So, <laughs> why so, so positive, bro? <laughs> I'm just—that's—that's that's how I look at things. I mean, I'm not seeing anything go You know, I, I've talked to people about it all the time. And they're like, no, I can't, because somebody, we were talking about today, actually, uh, with a couple people, somebody touched somebody's arm, and they were like, man, it was kind of weird. Mm. And I'm like, oh, I'm really, I'm really scared. And they're, they were young, and these people were in, like, their early 20s, yep. and
0: I'm
1: like, you can't see people going back to, because, first of all, I'm Italian-American, so I, I you know. When I see girls and I say hi to girls, I kiss them on the cheek, I hug them.
2: Yep. You kiss if men they, on if the cheek. If, if I'm not mistaken, you kiss men on the cheek sometimes too, don't you? Or is uh, that just in a mafia my setting? My uncle. Right. Okay. No,
1: my uncle. Okay. <laughs> uh, but I don't know. It's just I don't see any fight in anybody anymore, you know? Right. Right. Because I think everybody's starting to, starting to just be lulled into that sleep and, you know, there's really no resistance anymore. I don't, I don't see. In New York, anyway.
2: Yeah. And, you know, I, 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 I'm sure I'm not the only one. Maybe it's different for Americans, but I think a lot of people like, I've never been to New York, but New York always has this aura about it for, for people who are foreigners, like foreign to New York, if you know what I mean? Like New, Because there is so much of New York in popular culture through the last, you know, 60, 70, 100 years even going back. You know, people will talk about what was happening in New York, who was big in New York, like what's the go in New York. So it's always – it's like a cultural beating heart of the Western world. Like New York, London, Paris, right? They're all on the same kind of tier, if that makes sense. So
1: Yeah. New York has that reputation for being tough.
2: Right. Depending on which part you're from though, right? Not Manhattan. (laughs) (laughs)
1: No. New York City is different. I was working in New York City a couple months ago and – the, oh, I got I got really mad because I was I used to be a bartender before I had an opportunity to bartend again, and then like I think it was like my second day was when Biden did that speech after the election. Yep. And the person I was working with showed it on the TV full volume, and I had to stand there and watch all these people like cry, like everybody stopped on the sidewalk and was watching, and like girls were crying and people were <sighs> cheering, and I, I was the only one standing. I was walking past people. I was like, fucking guy, like. Wow. I was like he I was like he's not making it past three months. Don't you know, don't
2: worry about it. Stop celebrating. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like it's like a worship of government though. But I mean, to be fair, you know, the Trump side are just as guilty of that. So but they probably weren't before Donald Trump, if that's fair. Like I think before Trump, people on the other side were probably like, fuck the government, um, get out of our lives, small government, blah, blah, blah. To an extent at least. I mean there was the Reagan worship which was a thing but besides those oh, yeah. two besides those two I can't really think of a Republican like obviously George say take George W Bush for example right if you compare, if you compare George W Bush to Barack Obama Barack Obama was like openly worshiped by people and it, you know oh, yeah. he he would do like the air, remember him when he was like on ESPN like baseball coverage and shit and he would go on daily show and you know, do all these little spots on the young hip FM radio spots and all that kind of shit. There was a cult following behind Barack Obama. He was the first, I think. Maybe it's social media yeah. and the internet and shit. I don't know, because Donald Trump well. definitely got the same treatment. But now you're saying it's like, I mean, you, fair. And here's the thing: I understand hero worship of Barack Obama because even though I don't agree with him, I can see why people like him. You know, I can say, oh yeah, he's cool, man. Yeah, you know, fine. And I can see why people like Donald Trump as well. I can't see why people like Joe Biden.
1: <laughs> so I don't, <laughs> I don't... I don't. Yeah, do you see it? I have no oh, idea. I, I, I did a, I did a whole episode on, on his past. And all you have to do is look to... I think it was 1988 or 89, after Reagan was done uh, with his two terms, he ran and he made a joke out of himself. And that should have been the end of him right there. Yeah.
4: You know, has he run for right?
2: president like five or six times, Joe Biden? Three times. Three times. Three That's times. unheard of, isn't it?
1: Yeah. He ran in the 80s, and then he did the huge – he lost – I mean, he shamed himself out of out of the race. Like, he got the, the press actually, called him a clown, and, you know, they were like – they were just like, you know, those roundtable shows they have in the morning? Hmm. Those news shows they used to have?
2: Oh, yeah. Love they, those. Yeah.
1: Oh, uh, they, they ripped him apart on one of those. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> see, you know, and then five years later, he writes the biggest crime bill in history.
2: Right. I can see Frozen Nation in the chat um, brings up a great point. Both have a cult of personality. Biden doesn't have that. I, I can't remember if it was before the election or after it, but I I made the point on this show. Biden, I think, is a different... Like, I can see Joe Biden... I was saying to people, I can see Joe Biden winning this because unlike Hillary Clinton, Joe Biden isn't as hateable. Like, he's he's a joke. You know, we we can laugh at him and we don't understand why people think he's like this fucking great leader and stuff. That's one thing. But Hillary Clinton, I think, was viscerally hated by probably just as many Democrats as Republicans. They, they hated her. It's different. Whereas Joe Biden is, he's not hateable in the same sense. Like, he's just a silly old man. You know, it's a totally different context.
1: Yeah. But I think you, if if anybody watches the uh, him on the Senate floor in '93, you'll that's the real him. Like you see a different Joe Biden. Like he was very, he was like super alpha. Like he just kept right. He kept. Uh, you only get you know you only get a certain amount of time on the Senate floor, and he just kept giving himself more time. And the right. way he just did this whole speech, it was just like I'm the greatest. I wrote every crime bill you know since 1976. Every every crime bill has my name on it. I'm Joe Biden. I'm Joe Biden, and he he just talked himself up like so. He's he's all ego too, but he's that's why he's so empty of a person though, because he has such an ego that he, he's been lying the whole time and getting away with it. Yeah, and he's he has such, uh, you know, I, he's so backed by you know foreign entities and stuff he's pretty invincible you
2: know well yeah so what do you think do you think on the 6th everything is just going to fold into the biden administration do you think anything is going to happen between now and the or the 6th or the 20th i don't see anything No, unfortunately i don't
1: right i don't see anything happening yeah i mean no, i hope i'm wrong but yeah
2: i mean i was listening i, I can't remember what i was listening to but People were talking about, like, the there's going to be a huge protest on Inauguration I read a story earlier today, actually, uh, that said DC, Washington, D.C. is banning people from um, having a gun on them during the protests on Inauguration Day, which is fun, but... the Uh, the
1: Constitution again, there goes the Constitution again. Yeah, nobody cares
2: (laughs) about the Constitution. So that's one thing, right? But then I heard a lot of people saying, oh, there's going to be a big protest, big protest. I'm like, yeah, okay, big protest. What happened to the court case and what happened to the, like, oh, don't worry, this is all going to get sorted out before. I feel like people are in a, we're in a constant loop of the expectation just gets pushed out a, a little bit further, a little, like in 2016, the expectations were pushed out to 2017, In 2017, they were pushed in out to like halfway through 2017. And as we're getting closer and closer to the 20th, the expectation timeframes are getting shorter and shorter. Like, so at the start of December, people were like, oh, no, don't worry. He's going to win it back at the end of December. And now we're into January and they're like, no, don't worry. He's going to win it back on the 6th. And I'm like, well, that's two days from now. Don't, (laughs) you know, like we're getting, as we're getting closer to the end, people are like, no, don't worry. It's still happening. It's still coming. So you don't believe anything's happening?
1: I I don't, I mean, I can't believe people voted for their own lockdown. Like Biden promised, uh, you know, six weeks of lockdown and people are like so happy about it. And I can't, I I don't know. I can't get my head around it. I can't. I I mean, every, mostly everybody I talk to, it's, it turns into a huge debate because it comes down to like, you know, there's a virus out there about, but I'm like, what about your freedom? Like I have friends that I've been, I've been in the bar business for like a long time, like 20 years. Hmm. And you know, a lot of my friends own bars and or run bars or bartend, and, you know, you make a good living off of it in New York. Yep. And these rules are just crushing everything, and how could you be happy about that? Yeah. How could you even even you say you're protecting people, but that, that's you know, I was staying on one of my shows, too, and somebody was kind of, like, dumbfounded by it. I was like, this year is going to be, or 2021 is going to be another pandemic because everybody – is going to have health issues, people that, you know, lost their houses or lost their businesses or lost their jobs, you know, their health is going to be affected by this just because, I mean, stress alone, they say is like, you know, the number one killer of people. Mm -hmm. And it's just been never ending stress on people because you don't know what's coming next. Right, with, with all these rules, you
2: know? And and you know, if you've run bars and stuff, you'd know this, like, they always say the first two years is the hardest. Like, how many people opened up a restaurant in 2018 or opened up a bar in 2018 and just got absolutely murdered? And that's like a generational thing, like, their kids are now going to be paying off you know, the, the half a million or million dollars or whatever, that <clears throat> loan they took out to buy that bar in the first place, you know what I mean? So that's now going oh, yeah. to extend out. And, like, the the running of a bar and and like, like like let's say you have a little bar and grill right the the way you, the thing i've been hitting on this show as you would know because you're a listener the thing i've been hitting on this show so much is like the amount of time that these govern this is the thing that really gets me more than anything else if you could give people notice and warning and clarity as like So you're going to lock down the economy. Okay, fine. Tell us when it starts. Give us plenty of notice. Tell us exactly how long it's going to go for and then tell us what the situation is going to be after that. But they don't do that. Right? And we're talking about yeah. two months in Victoria of no lockdowns and then they give you 12 hours notice. So if you're running a bar and grill, you get 12 hours notice. Oh, by the way, on the weekend for an indeterminate amount of time, we're going to shut it down and you can only serve you know food via Uber Eats. That That you've already, you've already ordered like your kegs. You've already ordered your food, your fresh food for the fucking cool room and all that kind of shit. You've already organized shifts and shit for people. You've already done your shift rotations. All of that just gets blown up and you've got like a day to fix it. And these fucking yeah, pricks I mean, in government have no idea of the chaos they cause. And if you come out and say this is bullshit, like I haven't done anything wrong, you're just gonna fucking you're gonna close my business arbitrarily. They call you the oh, it's your fault that we're doing this because you weren't wearing a mask because you didn't wash <laughs> your like fuck you, man,
1: right? Yeah, like you didn't wash your hands. Yeah, and it's like and when they when they closed everything, right? March, especially by where I live, I live by a a, a pretty. Uh, Probably ninety percent Irish neighborhood. Okay. Like I'm talking about people from Ireland, like real Irish people. Right. So March, March is huge because you have St Patrick's Day. Yeah. There's a parade for St Patrick's Day every weekend of the month. Hmm. So everybody wow. ordered, you know, all their Guinness. <laughs> way everybody to milk it. Everybody was ready it. to
2: rock. Way to milk it, by the way. Irish fucking hell. No, it's, <laughs>
1: it's Saint. Dude.
2: We're calling it Saint Patrick's Month. There's a Black History Month. We're having an Irish History <laughs> Month. Go fuck yourselves. Oh, my
1: God. Dude, I used to pay my rent. I used to pay my rent in one day, you know? Like, it was it was the best. <laughs> but, so, you know, everybody had all the, you know, the, all their Jameson, all their Guinness, everything. Because I mean, right, March, first of all, January and February are also the, the slowest months of the year. Yeah. And then when, as soon as March comes, like, bam, you, you, you pay your rent and, you know, the, the restaurants and bars pay their rent in, in one day. Yeah. For the rest of the year, you know? Yeah well how about that we closed
2: we closed the economy during so well not we because we're the opposite here but in the states they close the economy during summer and like the hot months and like the months where people go out and drink and stuff and then around christmas time they're like yeah so at winter when everybody's spending all their money on gifts and not going out and eating and drinking and then in the winter in january and february when nobody's going outside because they'll fucking freeze to death that's when we're going to open. <laughs> That's when you can like, okay, go, go do your business.
1: <laughs> yeah. It, you. it, it makes no sense. Like my, my poor friend was was set to open up like the week before St. Patrick's day, like a brand new bar, redid the whole interior, ah. like it, beautiful, beautiful place. And I mean, I couldn't even imagine like, he's still open though. He, he made it through. I don't know how he made it through, but
2: probably taking out more money, like, probably another mortgage. <laughs>
1: yeah like he picked the worst time to open a bar Bull bastard. and so it's just like you know either i don't know i mean either i'm gonna have to move somewhere else Yep. but uh, like i don't the one thing i'm worried about though is if biden shut down uh if he's gonna let people leave states like i could see him being like this time mm-hmm. you can't leave your state you know <sighs>
2: I can imagine imagine I know I reckon Cuomo's very close to that <laughs> already <laughs> I reckon he's I reckon he's don't. right on the verge he feels like the mayor of East Berlin in 1947 you know like stop we're gonna have to put a wall up or something can we shoot people before they cross into the west can we do that oh sir we can do yeah. whatever we want oh great good all right new
1: policy let's go keep him in I can see him doing don't, that don't get me started with Cuomo don't get me started with that please <laughs> <laughs> na, 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 his italian accent is changed into something a, a more sinister accent if you know what i mean it's like he's getting a, he's, he's, he's getting he's, a small hat he's got like, a small hat accent he sounds like there. rocky he
2: really. sounds like rocky on too much pain medication <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing you got what the hell is wrong with you <laughs> all right well, Start to sound like Cuomo steam. <laughs> Cuomo steam. Love it. Right. <laughs> Cuomo Berg. So the Hidden Hand podcast. So you're on YouTube, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, give, have a plug. Where can people find you? Where can we find your shit?
1: Um, just look up. Uh, uh, just look up the the Hidden Hand podcast on YouTube. I just did an episode on on New Year's Eve. It's it's a shit show. I just get drunk and stoned and nice. evolve into singing singing Italian music at the end. But beautiful. That's it. All Thanks. Right. Thank you for thank you, man, for uh, taking my call and
2: everything. No, you're you're the first one over the over the barbed wire. So thank you. There he goes. There he goes. Uh, the Hidden Hand Podcast, ladies and gentlemen. You can find him on YouTube. So where were we? Um, actually, you know what? I think
9: masks and in just under.
0: Hello, Got another call. Hello there, caller. Hey, I can hear you now.
2: Hey, Jim Enward, ladies and gentlemen. One of our favorite, I'd, I'd like to, now Jim, I'd like to call you my favorite Canadian, but there's other Canadians that may get wind of it. So I'm going to say one of my uh, favorite Ah, what about
0: Canadians. Frozo? Frozo's right. my favorite Canadian.
2: Frozo's your favorite Canadian. Am I your favorite Australian or not? Because that'll determine
0: uh, where no, you go. No, my favorite. Okay, so, you, all right,
2: so you're definitely not my favorite Canadian then. But you're up there at least.
0: <laughs> how you going, Jim? Uh, in there. I wanted to ask how the cricket was.
2: Uh, the, well, cricket's always good.
0: <laughs> so, uh, like, yeah, uh, I don't understand the rules. It seems like a primitive baseball game almost.
2: No, it's more advanced than baseball. It's definitely really, more. Well, well,
0: they don't have gloves or anything like that.
2: Uh, only the keeper has gloves. Nobody else does.
0: Okay. Okay. And uh, by any so metric that bat, you want, there's. Bat. Yes
2: well there's so okay so by sure. any metric you want um anybody can pitch anybody on the team can pitch so often in a game you'll use five or six different bowlers right pitchers uh there's two batsmen on the field not one there's more positions on the field instead of the diamond which is the same every single game and there's yeah.
0: only one place you have to run to back and forth right back and forth yeah that's right yeah
9: but you don't
2: have okay, to run you um, can also score runs by hitting the fence or getting it over the fence. Okay,
0: so if if it goes like underneath like if the guy fucking loses his lose or like the ball goes underneath his legs and it hits the fence, you score runs that way. You get
2: four runs like that. If you hit wow, it, okay. if you hit it over the fence, you get six. And once you score runs unlike baseball, so if you score a run, that's it, you're off until you come back on again. In cricket you you keep out there until you get out. So in a test match for a test match a game oh. goes for 5 days. We've just lost Jim. Jim's just dropped out. A game goes for five days. Oh, I'm here. Oh, I, I just heard. So I don't know what that was.
0: Oh, I'm here.
2: Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. So a game goes uh, for five anyway, days. So game Jims. goes for
0: five days. They have tea breaks and and what have you, right? You
2: have a lunch break and a tea break. During, so a, a day's play is six hours each day for five Jesus days.
0: Yeah. So you're really invested in this sport. You you have to be. You have to be. <laughs> okay. So I I didn't I didn't come here to talk pleasantries, boogie. Okay. Good. I came here to get the Fuck real, the real dig, <laughs> and these people, people in the chat have been asking, and I need to ask, mm-hmm. and just to get this on the record, yep. on audio, and you're going to put it up on a podcast. Okay. Your stance on ham?
2: I am pro ham. Pro ham.
0: Okay, because I saw your pictures and like, but like, not everybody saw them. Yeah. Maybe they're up on your Twitter or whatever. Mm-hmm. But you're pro ham. Okay, good. Yeah. Because we need to, we need to shame this Royce Lopez. Yes into accepting the ham
2: accept the ham yeah you don't have to he like to it. it you don't have to like it but you knew you do need to accept it into your life we're trying to save him right
0: he needs to accept it into one of his orifices yeah Pre- preferably
2: the one <laughs> okay, on the and face. I, have a,
0: I have a funny i have a funny story i got a visit from the cops on christmas really <laughs> Yes, I was at my parents' house. Now, hang on, hang on. Or, is or, your like, br- now
2: Hang on, Jim. Is your brother a cop? Because uh, uh, I can see this Canadian sense of humor. I'm hip to it now.
0: I got a visit from the police
2: <laughs> on Christmas Day. Oh, really? Yeah, my brother's a cop. <laughs>
0: uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> I could have been like that, but it's not. <laughs> no, my, my, my brother actually, uh, my brother, my brother um, is a lawyer, and he uh, close. spends close. most of his time fighting the cops. Ah, right. He's a civil liberties guy. Ah, but well, anyway, that's that's fucking very
2: handy in the current state of affairs.
0: <laughs> to be fair, like- well, yeah, we're trying to get some class action shit against this um, these uh, mask the mask things that you were talking about with uh, hidden hand. Right.
2: Yep. So you're at, are these, you uh, in? Uh, are you in? Are you in?
0: mandates for fucking doctors.
2: Are you in British Columbia? Yep. Yep. Right. So it's a similar thing there with the masks.
0: It's basically, yeah. It's it, they, it, you, you, They're like, oh, you can wear, you can, you can not wear a mask, but you, uh, be also be prepared to be denied services. Right. So it is what it is. Uh huh. Okay. You can, you can, you can not wear a mask. You can say you have a disability all you want, but right. Uh, basically, unless you're a potato with no with no hands. Yeah. Uh, you got to put a mask on indoors in any public setting.
2: Right. So now I don't have a problem if it's like a if it's if it's that kind of scenario and then if it's up to the business whether or not they serve you, that would be fine. But it's when the police start coming out and saying, By the way, if we catch you, we're gonna arrest you. That's when I'm like, nah, that's too far. That's going too far with it. Well,
0: there's there's that, and then there's also like when there's only one provider of a service. Yes. yeah Like when, then the government provides it. Yep.
2: So government buildings uh, let's now
0: say, yeah, yeah. If you go to, the, let's say, if you go to the to the to the insurance place, or if you go to the liquor store, yep. Here, the government controls all that stuff. There's no alternative, and they don't provide curbside. So, right. There you're you're still, uh, you got to do it yourself. It's a six in one hand, half <laughs> of the dozen in the other. But anyway, so and we we're having dinner at my at my family's place because there were too many cars in our driveway. Right. One of the neighbors called the cops, and we got a visit from <laughs> the from the RCMP. Fuck. <laughs> uh, they gave us a warning. They they said they could write us a ticket, oh. a, a twenty five hundred dollar ticket, but they weren't nice going to do it because it was Christmas. Yeah, very nice. Yeah. yeah. Thank yeah. you for keeping me safe.
2: <laughs> thank you for ke- Thank you for keeping the money in my pocket, police. Thank you for driving <laughs> yeah, all the I'm way not- out here and showing such discretion. Like I'm very I'm very much in your service now. I think you owe a blood <laughs> debt to them now, don't you? Is that how it works? <laughs>
0: Yeah, basically, no shit. Thank you so Yeah, much. I gotta, it I gotta. Safe. Somebody has to grovel to these people. Exactly,
2: <laughs> they're not getting enough of that. Did you see that clip I played earlier of the uh, the corporate media here? You know, oh, you must be so infuriated. How are you doing this? Oh, that cop. Oh wow! No, he's not a cop. He's a politic. So he's the police, like commissioner, the police minister. That's a political appointment.
0: Oh, okay, yeah. So he has to do the politics stuff and deal with the exactly. with the other head cops.
2: Exactly. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. Are you going to find the people who must attended be this wedding? angry
0: people. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking shameless, isn't it? Unreal. Well, pretty much. Yeah. I mean, well, it's blatant at this point. Everybody knows it. Uh, well, not everybody. There's a lot of people, you know, like that's, that's the, 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 anger, the angering part is the, the people that just kind of blindly go along with it. Right. Right. But, uh, you know, like, like, uh, like uh hidden hand was saying that there's no, uh, there's no, um, re- it doesn't seem like there's much resistance. People just want to go along to get along.
2: Right. Nobody wants to pop no, their head uh, up.
0: Yeah, pretty much. Well, we'll see what happens on the sixth and, and, uh, and, and all that stuff but uh we'll see we'll see what pence does we'll put it that way right well it'll be interesting it's the political solution
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, well it'll definitely work this time just like communism <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, it'll, uh... it'll work this time trust me just trust me trust yeah that, that
0: wasn't real that wasn't real communism
2: no. <laughs> no that wasn't a real political solution this is the real political solution the last four years, uh, you know what I feel like? The last four years has been that movie or that episode of a TV show where all kinds of crazy shit happens, and then at the end, the character says, "Oh shit, that was just a dream," and everyone feels ripped off. You know, they're like, "Are yeah. you kidding? All these plot twists and everything—it was just make believe. It didn't. It wasn't real. It didn't happen. It was just a dream." Fuck you! You know people get really angry about yeah, writers. Blue, that. All the
0: blue pages are dream, or dream, uh, dream <laughs> Exactly.
2: That's what it feels like. We're at the end of the movie now, and the guy's waking up, and saying, "By the way, none of that mattered. It's just a dream." Oh, fuck you, man! Yeah. Why did Eat I emotionally the invest normal, in this? Same as
0: the old normal. Exactly,
2: Jim Nward, Thank you for joining us on the show, brother. I'm glad Thanks we got this. Thank you for taking my working. call. Have a great night. You too, man. There he goes, Jim Nword, ladies and gentlemen. So we've taken a couple. There you go. The the system works. The system works. So if you want to call in and have yourself... I'm liking this. I like to take calls. I like to talk to people.
9: Six hours from now, our one-day grace period will be over. And anyone...
2: Okay, I'm not going to do this one. Hello, we've got another call. Hello, caller. Welcome to the show. Hello. Hello, who is this? Who am I speaking with? Pardon? Who am I speaking with?
6: Oh, this is Kitty. Oh hello! hello. How
2: are you going? Oh
6: crrr. good. Good. How are you? no! You sit sir Now the dog wants to kiss my face. Now, now that I'm on the phone. Taco. Every time.
4: The lovely
2: taco. Oh,
6: okay. So I have um, I have an announcement to make for everybody. You're pregnant? Yeah. No. Fucking <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't think I have any eggs left. <laughs> Now down. everybody in the world knows that. Yeah. Okay, so um, Jigga Jones has a program going on right now Okay. where um, anybody, he well, you know, criminals aren't making money right now because everybody's at home. Uh, so when these enforcers come in, they have to put their address and all their information down okay. on, the, on the thing, right? So you go into his website at JiggaJones.com. <laughs> Wait, hang on, you're Sunday skimming is- ahead here. You're
2: skimming ahead. Sorry, Kenny. Who the fuck is Jika Jones?
6: <laughs> oh, Jika Jones. He's a, a friend of um, the interests of stuff. Okay. He's been on this show. I'll put a link and everything, and there's actually a video for it as well. Okay. Um, where you put in the information of the people who are trying to shut your business down. The police officers are arresting you. Okay. And the criminals will go to their house while they're busy at work infringing on other people's rights you know and do what criminals do right to the point where nobody is going to want to enforce these rules because they're going to be afraid what's going to happen to their homes while they're at work so um <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, I'll put in the link for the video and I'll put in a link for the website uh, okay. in chat and they're they're also looking for volunteers so anybody who wants to you know help out they okay. uh, they can help out as well so okay. that's all I wanted to say. All right. And um, fuck everybody forever who is going to the system that's fucking them in the ass to do what's right for them. Nice. That's it. That's all.
2: A positive, <laughs> a nice positive message. Thank you for joining us, Kitty B.
6: <laughs> Thank you for having me. Oh <laughs> Okay. Oh, <grrr>. Bye.
2: Bye. <laughs> there she goes, ladies and gentlemen, the great Kitty B. You know her. You know She's around. Um, there was a couple of people calling then if you, if you want to call in, just call in, but I can't take, I don't think I can do more than one call at a time. So if nobody's, if I'm talking to someone, then I'm not going to answer it. But if I'm not talking to it, there we go. Where's my, ah, Stop Oh no. Oh God. <laughs> what is that about? Okay. (laughs) Okay, hang on. We got JJ. Can you hear me, JJ? Yes. Hey, how you going, man? What's up, buddy? What's up? I just realized that my um my thing is playing through the wrong um what have you, playing through the wrong channel on the mixer. That's all right. That's why I couldn't mute it. So I don't know what was going on. Thingamabobber. The thingamabobber. Yeah, you know (laughs) him. You know the thingamabobber. It's attached to the uh, what's a doodle. Right. Yeah, right. So no, I figured I, everybody was doing call in so that I would just call in and uh, we'd hit
3: a bowl together.
2: Oh, right. Okay. Is that is that possible? Uh, it might be. You'd have to imagine it because, of course, we don't condone that kind of behavior here. On the show. No, there's no imagination in that. It's legal where I'm at. It's okay. So, yeah, we wouldn't, we would definitely never do that, like, you know, for real, but maybe for, you know, make believe.
6: Yeah. So, 44420, uh, right. four, oh, go.
2: Hang on, hang on. All right, that can be the count. Right, okay. Just give me a moment here. <laughs> oh, you project. got packed up. It's okay. I can carry. Okay. All so, right. how are you doing, folks? Yeah, very good. Very good. Thank you for joining us. All right. So, the count is 44420, is it? Yeah, and then go. Okay. So, uh, after the zero, not on the zero, after the like 44420, go. Okay. Right? On the go. Not after All the right. go, but on the no, go. No. I'm not going to say go. I'm going to say 4420. And then, then you go. So after the O. After the O. Okay. Are right, you ready? All right, good. Let's go. All right, four. Four.
10: Four. Two. Oh.
4: <sighs> Delicious. There you go. All right. You have a
2: good show. You too, JJ. Thanks for joining us, man. Everybody. later appreciate it
4: there he goes
2: the great JJ Stoner ladies and gentlemen if you want to call in I don't know I don't know why it was doubling up and shit I think we've fixed it now though so we should be good so if you want to call in <clears throat> there's a the number <laughs> when you do calls it, it goes very slowly but I, I you know what I like it it's fun I appreciate you thank you for calling in thank you JJ dlive.tv slash JJ Stoner uh, let's have a look here Spain we'll keep... <laughs> okay okay hello
6: there oh my gosh hi buddy hey. um, i have nothing constructive to add but hi hi <laughs>
2: you have nothing constructive <laughs> to
6: add
2: <laughs> I don't know. why don't you give it a yeah, shot totally. you're on you're on now you may as well try tell
4: <laughs> us something interesting
6: oh gosh. um i uh oh man i'm freezing up uh stage fright so sorry <laughs> Oh, oh, a- enjoyed, though.
2: <laughs> uh, it's all right. Take a moment. It's
6: it's, it's, Take a moment. Uh, wet sandwich, and wet sandwich is a reference to George Clooney's best movie, the fantastic Mr. Fox. Pop- Sorry, Corman's say again. Perverted. <laughs> I said the wet sandwich. Oh, is hello. George Clooney's best movie. It's from that.
2: Ah, oh, right. Okay. It's not perverted. It's not perverted. Okay. I get. I. I you probably Thomas. get that a lot, Paige, <laughs>
6: Right.
2: You probably.
8: I do. That.
2: I do. <laughs> you shouldn't though. Because wow. it's not. That's not what exactly. it
8: is. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> thanks.
2: Well, <laughs> you, thanks
8: for picking up.
2: Yeah, that's all right. You're getting some wonderful feedback in the chat. Uh, just, just to let you know. So, <laughs> thank you for joining I can't
6: us. Can't scroll back through. <laughs> thank you so much. Right. <laughs> Bye, bogey. Bye.
2: And she goes, wet sandwich, ladies and gentlemen. A lovely page. Pages are wet sandwiches. O G. O.G. from the Periscope days. Gonna, Yeah, gonna, yeah hey, Coffee Talk with Sandra with the Diamond. Great callers, book start You're thanking me for the callers. That's all right. That was easy. Uh, we've got another call on the line. Hello, caller. Hey,
8: it's Ilsa James. Oh, hello. How are you going?
2: All the way from Arizona. I'm
8: great. How are you doing? I'm good, man. I'm good to hear you. Sorry? I'm sorry, I didn't hear you.
2: I said I'm good. I said all the way from Arizona, sunny Arizona.
8: Yes, yes, southern Arizona. Well, you know, I'm from the Bronx.
4: Really?
8: Yeah, well, then I moved to Queens. Oh, you want to hear the coolest really quick, how I met you story ever? Okay. I moved from the Bronx to Queens. I moved into the apartment above, who's now my husband. Right. And about 10 days later, he came up to make a noise complaint. (laughs) There you go. That's so how I met him, yeah, pretty awesome. So your husband, so your husband, I so your husband you, I...
2: can I say this then? So your husband must be a, a somewhat dim-witted man to marry a woman <laughs> who was, who was making noise, <laughs> so much noise No, he,
8: like. I told him, no, 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 no. you get it all wrong. All right. I told him in my defense, it was so quiet down there, I naturally assumed the apartment was empty.
4: Of course.
8: And <laughs> well, yeah. There you go. <laughs> so, what, what... but he hadn't slept in nine nights. So, right. So,
4: sick. so
2: you married a meth addict? Okay.
8: <laughs> no, he hadn't slept in nine nights. Apparently, because of me.
2: Ah, oh, right. So he married because a meth addict. I had addict.
8: just moved yeah. in.
1: <laughs> and right. Exactly. Yeah,
2: okay.
8: That's exactly right. So, so, what's on your mind? What I want to do, okay. And this is really creepy. In Pennsylvania, a friend of mine just told me that the um, vaccine IDs are coming around.
4: Oh, stores. yeah. You have
8: to have. Yeah. Yeah. And here in southern Arizona, this is well, you know, because it's winter now. So, of course, COVID. Mm-hmm. We are under um, quarantine from not quarantine. Uh, yeah. What do they call it? Uh, you know, between certain hours. We can't go out between 10 p.m. and 4 a.m. Right. What is that called? I can't think of it curfew. right now. Anyway, uh huh. Curfew. Yeah, it's curfew. Uh huh. Exactly. And uh, but the curfew sets in an hour earlier if the place that you're at sells alcohol. You <laughs> know, a gin and tonic is certainly going to pass the virus an
2: hour earlier.
8: So I just
2: for the booze house. <laughs> yes. That's, That's to give right. the booze hounds enough time to leave the bar and then go and pick up a pizza or a hamburger or something on their way you home. You know,
8: I wondered that. Yeah. I actually wondered that if that was why they do that. Well, because they it's know so people bizarre. who are boozing
2: I mean, people who are boozing want to congregate after the bar shuts. So they have to give them a place to right. congregate, otherwise they'll start becoming, you know, problematic.
8: <laughs> yeah. That's right. Yeah. It's just I mean, even in high summer here and we had one of the hottest summers in a long time. It barely went under 110. Right. And uh, Fahrenheit. And uh, they were they were telling us that northern Mexico was having a huge problem with the virus. And a friend of mine said, well, clearly heat doesn't kill it. I said, nah, I don't think that's the point. <laughs> so... <laughs> So I just wanted to say those couple of things and I'm very nervous when I call in live and I don't know why I did it. It's just so cool that you did this thing.
2: Well there you go. Well, hopefully it works. Like I said, I don't know. Um yeah, I just thought
8: I'd well, give it I don't a run. Know if you can do it a lot because people will start taking over your show. Right. But, you know, because that's that has happened to a friend of mine in Pittsburgh and he's got the same five people who call him every night and he keeps trying to get rid of them and they keep just (laughs) blapping. So, ooh, damn. My husband just brought me a bacon cheeseburger. I got to go. Well, there you go. (laughs) All right.
2: (laughs) Thanks for joining us.
8: Okay. Thanks a lot, Boogie.
2: There you go. Elsa Jane, ladies and gentlemen.
8: Thank you for joining
2: us, Elsa. She mentioned the vaccine passport. This is something I had on the rundown for tonight. Let's take a little quick look here.
9: Well International Travel could soon be back on the cards with plans to implement a COVID vaccination certificate hey. for anyone wanting to move in or
4: <laughs>
2: Jim word donated one diamond. Thank you, Jim. Ilsa only smokes one pack a day now. She does have a very, very, you know, cool, smoky voice, doesn't it? Like like a depression era. Like a depression era cabaret star, honey. <laughs> right? Got that great smoking voice. Uh, topped only by the smoking voice of that woman who does voices for The Simpsons, I think. Which was, oh, God. God, oh, what's you? You know the one. I get to pay lunch, Lady Doris. I get to pay checks this way. <laughs> All right. Vaccine passports. Woo! Woo! because they're going to keep us safe here.
9: We're out of Australia. We'll go live to our political reporter, Emma LaRouche in Canberra. Emma, Emma good morning LaRouche. to you. What does this mean for hotel quarantine? Good morning, Davina. Well, hotel quarantine arrangements are likely to remain in place for some time. One reason for this is that we don't know how effective a vaccine will be at preventing the transmission of COVID. The fe-
2: Winning TV with a diamond. I'm up to four packs to improve my voice and scotch. You've got a lot of catching up to do there, Phil. The
9: federal government is considering an... In-
2: DLive.tv slash winning TV.
9: International immunisation certificate for...
2: Kitty <laughs> B, you won't need a passport. Your palsy faces the passport.
9: Overseas visitors and returning Australians, uh-huh. as well as alternate quarantine arrangements. Whoa, <clears> oh,
4: <throat>
2: oh, oh. Sounds like somebody needs to be quarantined. Listen to this. Listen to this reporter here. Listen to this gravel box. This croaky voice.
9: ...mission of COVID. The federal government is considering an international immunisation certificate for overseas visitors and returning Australians, as well as alternate quarantine arrangements. <clears throat> excuse me, if it is safe to do so. But we're being warned that.
2: Sound like sounds like somebody's got a little croaky
9: little croaky frog in their throat. Oh, get tested. It will take a very long time to return to some sort of pre-COVID normal and a vaccine isn't a silver bullet.
2: So the vaccine's no good. <laughs> just, I'm just going to let that settle in for a moment before I address it. Cast your mind back. All the way back to 2020. Early 2020. Two weeks to flatten the curve. Just stay inside one month and it'll all be over. Okay, we're just going to start doing contact tracing now, but don't worry, just go along with it. We're keeping you safe, right? Just wear a mask inside till the end of the year, if you could, if you could do that for us. Don't worry. It's all, we need the vaccine. How many stories have we covered on this show where it's essentially, the argument is essentially this. We need the vaccine to get back to normal. How many have we done? Dozens? Dozens of videos, dozens of stories we've covered on this program. Oh, don't worry. Don't worry. When we get the vaccine, that's when we'll go back to normal. Now we have shit like this. Ladies and gentlemen, why why you still need to wear a mask after getting the COVID-19 vaccine? Quote, Getting the vaccine does not mean you can ignore precautions. As the promise of a COVID-19 vaccine is fulfilled amid the rollout of the Pfizer, BioNTech and Moderna vaccines, the need to continue wearing masks, washing your hands and maintaining social distance remains mission critical to protecting lives. This is from the ABC. Public health measures have been the main tools of preventing infection and transmission of the virus. Wearing a face mask can reduce the individual's risk of infection by 70%. With emergency use of authorization of the Pfizer-BioNTech and Moderna vaccines, there is an opportunity to further decrease the risk of illness due to COVID-19. However, vaccines may give people a false sense of security that masks are no longer needed. Unfortunately, that is not the case. <laughs> The balls. The balls on these people, huh? Yes. For for months, the media, including the ABC, have been saying, we need a vaccine to get back to normal. People are waiting on the edge of their seat for the vaccine. Here's the latest vaccine news. How soon can we get the vaccine? Who's going to get the vaccine first? It's very important we get the vaccine. In order for life to return to normal, we need the vaccine. We need it now, 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 now. We need the vaccine now. We need to be able to travel again. We need the vaccine. Go to a restaurant. We need the vaccine. We need the vaccine to get back to normal life. God damn it. They've been saying this for months. Months. And now, as we, you know, ride the crest of this wave and the vaccine is apparently on the horizon for us, now they tell us, within months, apparently, of the, va- the vaccine's already being rolled out in certain jurisdictions. It's already out. But now that we're here, now they say, by the way, this vaccine, it's not going to do much. <laughs> it's not going to change much. <laughs> In fact, the vaccine, we need the vaccine to protect you, right? We need the vaccine to protect you from yourselves. However, all of the things that we have in lieu of a vaccine, which we've been telling you we are doing because we don't have a vaccine, all of those things, the lockdowns, the social distancing, the face masks, etc all of that must continue. After you get the vaccine. <laughs> And I still see people trying to tell me, "Boogs, you're wrong about this. Boogs, you're wrong." No, just follow the rules for two more weeks. Everything will go back to normal. Just get the vaccine. Everything's going back to normal. <laughs> they still say these things. I don't know why. In fact, I do know why. Because people are either stupid, people are either stupid, ignorant, or insane. That's the only. There, there are three categories of human beings Stupid, ignorant or insane That's it <laughs> You fall into one of three categories I can't, I'm sorry w- What rung on the evolutionary ladder you occupy Is entirely up to you So You're either stupid, ignorant or insane right.
10: <laughs> Isn't it wonderful
1: Let's have a look at this video here. We he started working on it, developing very rapidly.
2: Invex. We've got another call coming through. Okay, I think I've figured out this thing. All right, caller, thank you for joining us.
10: Buggy. Hey,
2: who's this? It's Ben. It's Ben, ben K. Veritas, ladies and gentlemen, one of our OGs. Thank you for joining us.
0: Hello and hello chat. Hello chat. Happy cha-
10: Braille
2: Day. Happy Braille
10: Day. Yep, the language of Braille
0: is it. Is it really Braille Day?
10: Yeah, it's an international holiday. Really? Figured it was better than the uh, um, Martyrs of Independence Day, <laughs> and that's a Congo oh, holiday. All right.
2: Well, I, I'd like to think uh, it that. It
10: just seemed too close.
2: I wish everybody got a day off on Braille Day because then the blind people wouldn't be able to go outside. Because you know, if if the taxi drivers aren't <laughs> working, if the carers aren't working. Right. If the closed caption people aren't, you know, doing their thing, then the braille people are fucked, really. So we should all have a day off on braille day. So all we can do, all the blind people can do is stay at home and read books.
10: Right. It, because, it's a tribute. you know, you don't want the taxi drivers no. taking the, the day off. The blind, they, uh, especially the blind taxi braille. drivers.
4: <laughs> right.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for joining us, Ben. What's on your mind? How, how, how have you been? We haven't spoken for a while.
10: Good. It's good to be home. I was I was in California for a while and it was kind of a shock to the system to get back to the weather up here. Mm. It was colder than I remember.
2: What was it? Yeah, so you so, grew, so you grew up in California but then moved like to the northwest, right?
10: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, from NorCal to the northwest. I guess I'm heading for the border really slowly.
2: Yeah, it's like going from Mars to Uranus well yeah or somewhere in between in between your anus, beautiful thank you for playing thank you for playing ben
4: yeah (laughs) So,
2: so so what was when you went to california can you tell us a little bit about like because i know i'm just as guilty as anybody else when i look for things like when i look for stories like what crazy laws are governments passing now I, I My first port of call is always California. Even, even as a non-American, I know California is where it's at. Either California or Germany, right? They're about the same level of insane laws that they want people to follow. So did you find any of that where you went? Or are people more like, eh, fuck you, I'll do what I want?
10: Yeah, basically the, the area I went, um, well, you, you remember that big fire, Yep. the paradise fire. That's where I went and they lost about 90% of their population. So the people that are back there are most of all are either working, building, rebuilding the place or people that are tough enough to have survived.
4: <laughs> They're right. lucky
10: enough. They kept their house. Right. So there's a whole lot of F you Gavin Newsom mentality around there. Half the people didn't wear masks. Um, basically that you could tell that they just hated this crap. They'd look at the signs and shake their head. I was watching people quite a bit, just in my little interactions. But the corporations are getting crazy. Like I took Amtrak because that's, they they mess with the passengers the least out of any kind of transportation. Okay. And they wanted you to sign a quarantine uh, paperwork.
2: What what what? What to go from one state to another?
10: Yeah, because entering California, they want you to basically sign your your rights away <laughs> if you break these fourteen days you're supposed to quarantine come for fourteen into the days yep. and plant somewhere for fourteen days. Yeah. And technically you're supposed to do the same thing returning because Washington has that too.
2: But believe it or uh, not, that's far uh, more lenient than us. If you come to Australia, um, you, you don't have a choice. You are forced to quarantine in a hotel that they take you to because there are only a few, like this is the case in Sydney anyway. Sydney is the, the busiest airport in the country. So most people from overseas land in Sydney. So the, the, the option you have is they will quarantine you in a hotel they decide. So a number of hotels in the city have signed up deals with the government like, they become a quote-unquote quarantine hotel now. And we're, to, we're not talking about the cheap fucking places either. Like, I see these um, vans, the, the, these buses, pardon me, dropping people off at, like, fucking ridges and shit like that. So, like, the expensive, every hotel in Sydney is fucking expensive anyway. But I mean, like, the upper level ones. So you're forced to quarantine in a, in a quarantine hotel and the lobby of these hotels are guarded by police and military personnel. And you can't get out. Once you get off the bus, they have a little, uh, you know, paramedic there and he tests people as they get off Ring the bus. Ring the
8: bell and get your people's cheese, bags,
2: man. People's bags are brought in by uh, the military and shit. So it's no fucking around. So you don't have a choice. Wow. Like, you can't stay at a house. You, If you come back to the country, just say your house is next door to the hotel, they will not let you go home. You have to go direct from the airport to the hotel under fucking military escort.
10: Right. So, that's that's a little more yeah. egregious than I yeah. mean this what governor governor
2: Newsom did Gav- Gavin um, Newsom <laughs> the governor oh he's the Gav hey go yep. Gav all right <laughs> yep go ahead and hashtag
10: that well it's hot Gavner. but um what he did was he turned the lower budget motels and hotels into homeless encampments so. <laughs> Homeless uh, COVID quarantine yes. shelters is what they're...
0: COVID yes, quarantine the executive shelters? ordered that.
4: Oh, wow.
10: Yeah, so now all you can do is find the, the higher price hotels to stay. I don't know what the threshold was, but it's like all of the Motel 6s, like all of those Super 8s and the cheap ones.
4: Oh, no. They're all,
10: like, turned into homeless camps now, and they got bicycles outside the front <laughs> doors, and, like, they're up and wandering fiddling around all night long in the parking lot (laughs) it's bad dude
2: that's incredible
10: wow but yeah and i talked to one of them for about 45 minutes because i was calling every single place trying to find a place to stay did you have to
2: stay you had to stay in the homeless camp
10: (laughs) i did i did i found one with an open spot and it was like within walking distance but my arrival time was (laughs) 3.50 <laughs> 3.50 in the morning and it was two hours late. This is why I like
2: you. So, so we've, we've known five. each other for a few years now because you were like one of my first listeners, right? And we've since gotten to know each other like offline a little bit. And this is one of the reasons why I love you. Only you would, you know, not the fact that you would stay in a homeless shelter hotel because, because you know that was the only place you could find. But like people would do that, but I think most people would just stay in their room and only go out during daylight hours and shit. Whereas you're the kind of guy's like, no, I'm going to go mill around and fucking talk to these people. I'm going to go, I'm going to go chat to yeah. the homeless man smoking meth in the car park, see what he thinks about the world. You know, you're the only guy I know like that. Yeah, you go know, I'm meet some people. Yep, <laughs> mingle. I have some interactions. <laughs>
10: Yeah, I got no problem having a conversation with anybody. Yep, but uh, it's it's wild down there. I'll, I'll tell you that, and I looked the part too. I tried my best. I had my carhartt on, and I had like it looked like I had everything I own. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, you, you were carrying it around in a cardboard box or a milk crate. <laughs>
10: <laughs> yeah, and it was. You know, I had to walk for quite a while, and I was just zombie tired right. at that hour, but. But back to the paperwork, I refused it and they didn't make me sign it ah. because my reasoning was, I was like, look at my return date. Why would I sign something agreeing to quarantine for a longer period than my return date says? Right. <laughs> and I said, that's self-incrimination. I can't even sign this. And and I said, no, thanks. And they they didn't make me sign it. And I'm like, wow. Yeah. How many of these other people are signing themselves into Like they're signing their rights away.
2: Yeah. It's amazing too. like, just, and you know, I'm not, I'm not going to encourage people to not follow rules or anything like that, but as a, as a general, uh, how can I say this as a philosophical discussion, Ben, as a general philosophical discussion, not using any specific examples or anything like that. If you give a little bit of pushback, it's amazing how far just a little bit of pushback will go. Like the system really depends on 100% compliance. If you don't have 100% compliance, it falls apart. And so, for example, uh, fuck it, I'll say. So at work, I had to get access to a building's loading dock, right, as part of my job. And this was a couple of months ago. And a security guard, before letting me in, came up to me with um, this QR code, you know, the thing that you have to scan with your phone? And And I said to him, what's this about? And he said, oh, everybody... Uh, everybody who comes in the hotel has to read this disclaimer and then scan in and then put your, you have to write down your personal details, like your name, your address, your phone number and stuff. I said, Hey man, I'm here to work. I'm not here to, f- I'm, you know, blah, blah, blah. He said, Doesn't matter. This is what I've been told. So I read the disclaimer and it says, All guests of this hotel. So it was a hotel I was going to work at. All guests of this hotel need to scan in as per requirements. And I handed it back to him and I said, I can't sign this. And he goes, Why not? And I said, I'm not a guest. Like I'm not staying here. Uh, I'm going to be in and out in 15 minutes to do the job I need to do. So I'm not a guest. So I can't I can't scan in. And he said, Well, it doesn't it doesn't matter. I said, Well, no. If you're making everybody sign a disclaimer, like you know, read something and tick off on it, then I can't tick off on this because I am not a guest. So it's it's wrong for me to say that I am. And he looks at me for a moment and he said, But management said that everybody has to sign it. <laughs> and I said to him, Look, you don't have to let me in if you don't want. But why don't I get your name? Because then when your boss calls me later on and gets angry as to why I didn't do the job, then I'm going to say to him, well, you know, Brad didn't let me into the loading dock because I didn't scan the thing because I'm not a guest. And he looks at me for like maybe three or four seconds, like just kind of figuring it out. And he goes, just hurry up. <laughs> just hurry up and get nice. in there. And so I was like, okay, no worries, man. Yeah, the
10: the pain in the ass can go both ways. Right, right. And- The funny thing is, is that they keep, like, all of these laws, everywhere you look, there's laws upon laws, and it's because they keep trying to close loopholes that they leave open. So you've got one law that closes a loophole in another law that's because of another law. Yep. And
2: It's a Russian doll of policy.
10: The downside to doing that, like, these, if you read disclaimers, like if you purchase a ticket or get a free app and you just click OK, nobody reads through that whole, like, pages of their disclaimer no but the more language they put into these closing these loopholes the more the entire law contradicts the the law that encompasses that loophole so you can the more language they add the more you have to use because there's more to interpret
4: right
2: and like you know When I was younger, Ben, I was more ideological, right? I don't think I am, I don't think I have an ideology now. And tell me if this like resonates with you, right? I don't think I have an ideology now. But what I do have is like, because what you're saying is so true. My first, my first disposition now is how can we fix this by removing law, like removing regulation? How can we fix this with more freedom and not less? So I don't know if that comes into an ideology or not because I don't want to be too wedded to a like a strict set of rules that unless you follow 100% this rule then you must be wrong fuck that if if we can work with a system of balances right and compromises that we have to work with because we're living with other people who have totally different ideas so you're right because every single law creates another law so if you make it against the law to cross against a light for example right and then you catch somebody who's crossing against the light and the copper stops them and says, why are we crossing against the light? The person might say, well, I was running away from a murderer. It's like, well, okay, well, I guess crossing against the light is okay if, as long as you're running away from a murderer. How about we change the law to anybody who isn't getting murdered can't cross against the light? And then a new person will come up and says, well, actually, okay, so now we need to make a new law to cover that person. Why don't we strip it away, strip it all away, and say, don't cross against the light unless... And then end of law. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like stop making right. new laws, start taking some away. There are so many laws on the books in countries like Australia and the United States and the United Kingdom. We're probably all breaking the law multiple times every day and don't even realize it.
1: Right.
10: Yeah, and I I read through what I what I agreed to when I purchased a ticket. You can't buy it online or anywhere, um, without, uh, agreeing to the terms. Right. And so I was reading about the, the mask terms and, um, it said if, unless you're actively eating or drinking. <laughs> and so that was the loophole. That's all I needed. I'm like, click. Okay. And so I just left an open, an open package of almonds right in front of me the entire <laughs> Round trip. <laughs> so if anybody walks by and starts zeroing in on me, I pop an almond.
2: Yep. Because <laughs> <laughs> fuck them. I I'm with it. So, Take a like, little sip. And I, smile at them. <laughs> again, I'm not even anti-mask. Like it's so ridiculous. Like we have to. We're being forced to wear masks under uh, under criminal sanction for our own protection. Yet you can take the mask down if you're having a cigarette or smoking a joint. You <laughs> know we're not going to arrest you for that. You know what I mean? Like oh, it's for your health, it's for your right. it's for your protection. If you're smoking meth, take your mask off. We won't stop you. We'll even test the drugs for you to make sure that they're safe. But if you're just walking from one building to another, make sure you've got your mask on though. Cuz we it's all about your right. protection.
10: The, the conformists the conformists are being rewarded left and yes. right. What what happens what really pisses them off is if you have a intelligent snarky son of a bitch like me or you and we just skate through the you know legally according to them yes and and let them know every path no nope. yeah staying within what I agreed to do
2: exactly bend the
10: rules here's how
2: <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you how deep this runs with me um, I can tell you a personal story from high school so, when we were in year seven or year eight, so what are we like? It's our first year of high school. So, we're like 13 years old, 14. So, at lunchtime, you know, at recess and lunchtime, you can sit Ring wherever the you want. Ring the bell and get your school. cheese, man. Movie time blues. Thank you for the sub and my sugar as well. So, at recess and lunchtime, you can sit wherever you want during, you know, within the school grounds. So, word got out that the group that I was with may have been causing a little trouble in the area that we were sitting. Right. So, you know, things may have been happening, you know, there may have been some kind of, you know, various, you know, substances being taken, whatever whatever the issue was. So Allegedly. Allegedly, exactly. I'm not going to incriminate anybody, especially not myself. So these things may have been occurring. So we got informed by the school administration, the deputy principal, that we are not to be within one hundred meters of this spot at any time. That was that was a rule. So what we did was we went to the PE department and do you know what a trundle wheel is? No. Okay, so a trundle wheel is, it's a one meter radius, one meter diameter, pardon me. It's a one meter diameter wheel that clicks every, so you put it on the ground and you kind of push it like a lawnmower with one hand and it clicks every meter. Click, click, click. So we got one of these wheels from the PE department. It's a way to map out like how far you're going. So we got one of these wheels yeah. from the uh, PE department and we marked out 100 metres away from the spot we were now banned from and then like basically drew a big imaginary circle around that spot. <laughs> so, now, this spot happened to be in the vicinity of various classrooms. So at the end of lunch, the deputy principal starts walking around the school and he finds us sitting in the quad on a bench, like the three or four of us. And he said, what the hell are you boys doing here? I just told you I just told you off 15 minutes ago. And we said, yes, sir, but you said we can't go within 100 metres of a spot. Our next class is 56 metres away from that spot, so we can't go. <laughs> He's just – he stood there and we're like, no, no, we mapped it out. We drew a line like with chalk on the ground, so like we're just following your instruction. He looked at us for probably like 30 seconds without saying a word, just staring at us, waiting, but none of us said anything – and then he just went get to class boys yeah that was <laughs> get to class that was
10: his brain that was his brain misfiring on how many options he had exactly. which direction to take it from
2: here exactly so now that was when i was a 13 or a 14 year old when it comes to dealing with like direct instructions from authority can you imagine what i'm like as i'm getting close to 40 i haven't improved i've gone far far more beyond that now that was like the first thing i did so I'm with you. Right. When somebody gives you a piece of paper to sign and says you must comply with this, I'm already I'm going to be looking for loopholes because that's what I do. It's not my I can't help it. I can't help it. Look for a loophole. Fuck you. Right.
10: I mean, don't don't make me into a liar. Exactly. So <laughs> I'm now gonna, I'm going to have to get. I'm not going to agree to something that's a lie.
2: Now I'm going to have to get a mask because now I'm legally required to wear a mask indoors. I'm going to have to get a mask that says your mother is a whore. I, I can't. I, oh, I can't not do, do it. it. I, I have to do it now. Can you please put your mask you on? Sure, to. no problem. Your mother is all. You have to take that off. Fucking make up your mind, bitch. <laughs> right? <laughs> it's it's gonna have to be that way. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Right. Nothing personal. personal. Uh, free Halo rides well, with the diamond. Mind. Do not comply. Do not. No comply, but with. Uh, comply, but with attitude. That's that's the way I. <laughs> comply,
10: yeah, comply but make it annoying kind of
2: yeah make it <laughs> make it harder for them for you to comply put it that way comply but do it in a way that's a pain in the ass <laughs> right
10: there is no, there is no common sense laws for people anymore it's just like because we can't agree on what common sense is i mean no. if they just say do your best to be respectful and you know that doesn't mean anything in a courthouse no. so that's how they design these regulations for you to follow yep they don't say be you know be a good person to everybody around you and don't put anybody in harm's way yep. to the best of your ability that would be a nice law uh,
2: an old friend of mine who's not really a religious person once said to me the whole bible can be melted down to one sentence don't be a cunt <laughs> So that's you know, if you he, he's like, if you're gonna take something out of the Bible, let it be this. Don't be a cunt. That's all it needs to say. I was like, Well, okay, I understand that. Yeah. Fair enough.
10: Could you it. imagine if you if you published a book that had Don't be a cunt. You know, the twelve step twelve step <laughs> program on how to be a better human and that's it. What it said on every page.
2: <laughs> don't be a cunt. Step one, don't be a cunt. Step two, don't be a cunt people the people buy who are being cunts. From you.
10: Yeah, probably.
2: <laughs> Didn't some guy sell a book um not that long ago with nothing in it? As a joke? It was like called like the memoirs of such and such. I can't remember, but it was an empty book and people bought millions of them. It was it was a gag. Yeah,
10: see, like, he deserves to be a millionaire based on he's oh, yeah. like scraping the cream off of the stupidity in our country.
2: <laughs> exactly. The premium <laughs> the premium grade stupid. Top dollar stupid.
10: Exactly. Gold standard. He's living it up. He's he's about to do another volume, I bet. It's about time.
2: Absolutely. He's he's he dines <laughs> he dines with uh in private dinners on New Year's Eve with the guy who invented the chia pet. You know, that thing that grows grass out of its back? Yes. And the Pet Rock, he's there too. Pet Rock guy.
0: (laughs) They're all there. Man. (laughs) Sliced bread guy is there.
10: (laughs) I mean, what would you talk about over that table if I could be a fly on the wall?
2: (laughs) I wish everybody in here would wear a mask. Jesus Christ.
10: (laughs) And then the guy that invented the the fly killer with the, you know, the salt gun. Oh, no, he's special. I love that
2: guy. Yeah, the assault shaker. Fuck yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. All right, Ben. Thanks for calling in, man. Appreciate it. Yep. Good to you talk t- to you, man. You take uh, it easy. Good show. I'm going to go back to listen. All right. Take it easy, brother. All right. We'll see you. All right, bye. There you goes, It's Ben K. Veritas, ladies and gentlemen. We are going overtime because I guess that's going to happen when you take calls. But I don't know. You tell me. Do you Do you like being able to call in? Do you think taking calls is good? Maybe. What if I did the... What if going forward I do something like the first half of the show doing, you know, articles and clips and stuff, and then the second half of the show like we did today taking a few calls and stuff? I don't know. Or would you rather maybe once a week, maybe a show once a week where we take calls? Do you want it just open all the time so anybody can call in at any moment? I don't know. I'm open open to ideas. I'm open to conversations. You tell me. What do you think? Get in touch with me on Twitter if you want, at Boogie Bumper. Tell me what you think the way tell me how you think we should do this i know i'm open to, i'm open to hearing points so i had a lot of stuff here i tell you what we'll do some of this on wednesday look at come of the, look at come of. <laughs> look at some of these stories i've got for you online trolls and cyberbullies in new south wales face up to 5 years in jail under law change ooh
0: ooh
2: Oh, yeah. We're going to lock people up. We're going to lock people up who are nasty on the internet now for five years. There are sex offenders that get less than five years. Most of them. (laughs) How about that? So it's looking good. Luckily for us here on this program, we are a show of love, of course, and unity and respect. Uh, Hamilton County's COVID-19 vaccination site sees enormous turnout with four-hour wait times, followed by adequately vaccinating Americans will take 10 years at current pace. (laughs) So we've got a couple of these stories in the backdrop. How about we end it here for tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for joining us on this first edition of the Daily Boogie podcast for 2021. It's an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you to everybody who contributed tonight. Thank you to the callers who called in. So I don't know. We'll talk about it. Tell me what you think, how we should how we should do this moving forward with the callers and stuff. I don't know. I like taking calls. I like taking calls. I like having a chat. You always get something new, something interesting. So uh, with that, don't forget to follow all of our friends at real person PLTCS, Irrational Times, Coffee Talk with Sandra, UK Neil, Mr. America, to be The bit of truth. Uh, you got the chemist show on Thursdays. Wow, Sandra with the show. uh Irrational Times. I've mentioned Irrational Times. Frozen Asian Spent D. The Hammerly, ladies and gentlemen. Fuck yeah. Hammering. The hammering. <laughs> the hammering. Uh, Frozen Asian Spent D Sunday Night Shit Show. Great episode last night. Uh, who else have we got? JJ Stoner, of course, who called in. Everybody's favourite lover of Frenchwoman Moosh. Um, who else? Winning TV, of course, Winning TV. And Victor Von Schroom. Winning TV, I think, will be on tomorrow night, if I'm not mistaken. Phil D'Angelo Ham Wave. <laughs> so thank you, everybody, for joining us.
4: Uh,
2: and that's it. So if you want to become a full-time supporter of the show, please, by all means, head to patreon.com slash boogiebumper. Become a subscriber by hitting the subscribe button on your preferred podcast player. Oh, don't forget the Hidden Hand podcast from earlier called in. Thank you for calling in, sir. You can catch him on YouTube. So follow me on Twitter at Boogie Bumper. Until next time, stay calm, stay rational, God bless, and we'll see you soon. (laughs) Bye-bye.